Bang, bang, skeet, skeet. Welcome to TRT. That is Tuck Rule Takes. I Ooh. am Mike Sullivan. Dynamic. Uh, with me. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping I could get through that intro because uh, yeah, I was thinking about it the whole time. And I, I cracked You're it You're a better man head. than me. I would have burst out laughing. After <laughs> um, right, right when I hit the bang, bang. Um, I am Mike Sullivan. With me, as always, Liam McDade. Liam, I'm not going to ask you how you're doing because we have guests in the house right now. Um, I will yeah, start. me and my feelings. In the well, yeah, I mean, honestly, you know, we don't, we don't really care about your feelings here. <laughs> no, 100%, um, I don't care. We're gonna that. start with the one with the Patriots jersey on. Um, Diego, Diego, first, uh, I want two things: how you doing, and second, whose jersey are you wearing? Yeah, man, thank you so much for having me on. I'm doing great. Doing great. Um, Patriots are in the playoffs, so I can't feel any better than that. And uh, I'm rocking none, none other than a legendary name in itself, um, whose words forever Foxborough will forever be grained in my head. So that that person who I share my birthday with, uh, Julian Edelman. So oh no shit. Look at that. Yes, sir. Famous birthday. Yes, sir. Damn. And half and half rocked parties with the guy as well in his presence. So uh, well, can't go wrong you... with any eleven. Drew Bledsoe Edelman. It's like either way you're killing it, but <clears throat> I yes, right to my man Drew Bledsoe. All right. Yes, um, also, we have another person, another uh, guest. I, both of you guys have actually been on, so you're both recurring guests. Uh, Maddie B. Maddie B. Hello. How's it going? Uh, you are not wearing a Patriots jersey, so I'm not going to ask you who you're wearing tonight. Like we're on the like we're on the right. Put one on if you want me to. But uh, but no, no, don't right don't change for us, Maddie. We love you just the way you are. Um, how are you doing tonight, Maddie? You ready to talk? You ready to talk about the Patriots? I'm always ready to talk to Patriots with you, Mike. What what yeah, could go wrong? My man. Maddie, you asked you asked what could go wrong talking about the Patriots. Uh Liam, you brought up that Maddie was razor sharp. So um That's what a couple things that went wrong was this <laughs> fucking game over the weekend. The Patriots were not razor sharp, guys. Um I I don't I don't know why any of us thought that they were going to win this game. They lost 33 to 24. The last touchdown, some bullshit. Okay. I'm not even I don't even want to count that. But um still they lost. Um Miami is the twilight zone for the New England Patriots. They can't win. They cannot win there. They cannot win. Um, I don't just, I, I know that I've told some people, remember the Miami miracle game? I was at that game. It was horrible. That's it was, it was horrible. I've never heard never a stadium louder. I would wake oh, up yeah. in cold sweats at night and be like, Kenyon Drake. Your wife's probably like, all right, go horrible. back to bed. It's okay. You're not Miami. Horrible. I'll get I'll get like memories on Snapchat or like Facebook or whatever. And it's like, oh, you were at the game this many years ago. I'm like, ah, screw you. Um, Just tackle them. Yeah, it was it was horrible. So, um, yeah, they ended the season 10 and seven, um, really kind of just an open floor. Now we're going to talk about the game, obviously go into what's going on with the playoffs and all that stuff. And then we got a bunch of other stuff. We got a little uh, little little awards thing planned a little later with Liam and I. But um, Diego, Maddie, I don't know who wants to go first, but what did you guys think of this awesome Wicked fun game. Um, <laughs> That's the I mean, it's the, Mi- it's the Miami curse. This is the scheduled loss mm-hmm. every season. Everything that could go wrong will go wrong. That early pick six kind of sealed the deal for me right there. And then I thought, okay, we're going to lose this game. I, I knew that's when I knew this was going to be an L, but it didn't really matter because I knew we had, we knew the playoffs were in sights for us anyways. Mm-hmm. It was bound for us. So I wasn't too, too mad at the loss, but. You know, it's just so, are we all in agreement that th- this is a real thing? Is there a curse? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I don't think so. so. I don't think, I think so. so. I mean, like, I think maybe a week, like, last game of the season against Miami is a curse. Like, then I'll admit it because, you know, <clears throat> it's magic kind of boned us. Yeah. And then we got screwed this year. Then I'll admit it. But the Miami Miracle wasn't the last game of the season. 
No, it wasn't. But it just, it just, it, there always seems to be something. It's just, I have, I don't know what it is. I mean, granted, kind of like you said, Matt, like we're, we're in the playoffs. So it's not, like it's not the end of the world, but still a loss is still a loss. And, and this loss sucked. I mean, like it's, it's great. Like kind of as the game was going on, I was starting to like, to, to like make myself feel better watching it. I was like, well, you know, um, Hey, you know what? At least the Patriots were still in the playoffs. Like, you guys remember how we felt we can win yeah, and we're it's, still in the playoffs. Exactly. And I was like, you know, like they, they, they still show some fight, but you know, we'll, we'll get into that after. So Diego, what'd you think of it, man? I'm sure. I'm sure you probably have the same feelings we all do. Um, at first, at first I felt like disciplinary wise, we weren't there. We were making a bunch of careless mistakes that really ate us up quickly and especially with with the humidity and heat that there is in Miami you just can't fall back like that especially when you're looking to make a comeback in the third or fourth quarter and physicality wise that just eats alive at you secondary to that I felt like Mac wasn't really in the zone Uh, the best I saw out of him was really in the third quarter when he finally managed to focus and that was towards like the end of the third quarter but um, after that frankly I we weren't in this game at all. We didn't show what true Patriots football looks like, what, what we showed against, you know, other teams that, we, that we've that we been able to beat um, this season. So, frankly, I, I, <clears throat> I think we were sluggish, uh, lacked discipline. The defense was not there. Um, I think the only plus sign that I can see out of, out of this whole entire situation is that uh, even though the Patriots lost, we still won because Brian Flores is no longer there. And, um, you know, bounced. I mean, no Miami, Miami no will always Miami one way or another. So we will start with this Dolphins game um, where we always start. Mac Jones, 20 to 30, 261, one touchdown, one interception. Um, this was not a great first half. Diego, you said it. He kind of started to pick things up in the second half. Um but still, it's just it's uh, it's I mean, we we got to remember that he's a rookie and it's not making an excuse because we do still talk about him. You know, he deserves the criticism, but he is still a rookie. You know, that's the thing. Uh, a rookie quarterback just led a team to 10 and seven in a wild card berth to go to the playoffs. I mean, in, in a competitive division, regardless of what anybody wants to say about the AFC East. But um yeah Mac Jones kind of a just a mediocre day yeah sure 261 for the yards but if you watch the game which we all did he looked he looked a little frazzled I would say I, I mean like I can't exactly blame the Patriots Miami has the ultimate home field advantage and it doesn't come in their stadium I mean let's be realistic I've been to Miami I would assume at least a couple of you guys have places wild if I'm a Patriots player with all the money in the world and I go down to Miami the day before a game I'm not going to be in stellar condition Matty B I'm sure if we sent him down to Miami he'd be scar facing it up face down in a snowy pile but like it's just <laughs> there's so many temptations all the beautiful beaches the beautiful women the cigars, the everything that goes on there. Like, I think it's hard for players to play like that. I really do think that gets to some players like in Vegas. I think that's why they ha- have their struggles. It would be real tough to be a football player playing for Vegas. Like a lot of they got another the DUI. Yeah, Ridiculous. it's DUI city over there because the cops yep. are super straight. But I just, th- I don't think it's really a curse or anything. This was just a bad game. Like Mac wasn't on it. He looked, like you said, frazzled. He figured it out toward the end, but like, you're most likely going to get better as a game goes on regardless. Like 
even the quarterbacks who have played super terrible, they start to figure it out by the third and the fourth and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. Unless they get benched and don't get the opportunity as the game goes on, you're naturally going to get better and figure things out. I think uh, that he had maybe his worst game. Like he just wasn't pushing the ball downfield. The pick was awful. He just put them in a hole from the beginning. And then it looked like they could come back toward the end. Like I said, they were down 10 with like four minutes to go. And I was like, all right, this, this can happen. This is easy. We just punch it in. And then the Patriots defense lock city hell. If we have to get an onside kick, I trust this team to get an onside kick. Obviously Mm -hmm. none of that worked out. No, and they got that touchdown and the desperation play toward the end there, which was criminally depressing. I just yeah. think it's one of those games, and I'm worried that this sets a tone going forward in the playoffs. Are you guys concerned in any means? Or you another? are worried about that, okay? Because I wanted to ask you guys because I see a lot of people where it's like, oh, you know, the Patriots are, you know, they're limping into the playoffs. They don't have that. They don't have. They don't have momentum. They don't have this. They don't have that. But I don't know personally, and I'm just going to kind of say my piece real quick. Then you guys can take it. I I think, and I'm not just saying this because the Patriots are limping in because I mean, shit, the Giants won. They were nine and seven the year they beat the Pat. Like it's just teams. I think we've seen it with this team throughout the season. It's just any game is any game they can win. They can lose anything like that. So I don't think that it's a, uh, I don't, I don't think it's a big deal that they kind of lost this game going in there, you know? Um, especially because the, the, the main reason I'm saying that because you got people like McCordy, Slater, Hightower, you know, you have, you have a good leadership on this team. It's not like they're, they're a young team, but they're not necessarily an immature team. I just think that's kind of overrated the whole, you know, Oh, you know, they're, they're not, they're going in there, you know, losing three out of their last four. Who cares? The, the slate gets wiped clean. You know, how many times do we see a high seed get bounced by a low seed? And it's like, Holy shit. They ended the year going, you know, six to seven winning and all that. And then they get bounced. I, I don't think it's a big deal. I, I don't know what you guys think though. I think it's easier to lose when you're riding high though. And it's difficult to go in and play well when you're riding low as well. Like I think either way, it's just difficult in the playoffs. If you're one, your last six games and you lose, like I think that's fairly common and easy. If you start out bad, I think it's also easy to lose. Playoffs are just shitty regardless. Do uh do do any of you two uh idiots think that the uh think that the past losing three out of four, losing this game in Miami is gonna really be uh detrimental or mean anything going forward in the playoffs? Betty B, please share with the class. Um, I mean, like it would have been nice to have home field advantage, or not home field advantage, but have a home game for the playoffs so that you know we don't have to go to Buffalo because I mean yeah, it's Buffalo. We went there earlier in the year and in the uh you know in, in the cold and we won. But, you know, we can't go there and run it 43 times again and expect a victory. And we got the... Want to know something wild? Want to know something wild? I think it's either 10 and 4 or 10 and 3. The last, whatever, 14 or 13 games, the mm-hmm. road team in a wild card game has has a 10 and 3 record. So Really? Yeah. So That's a is, is, is Belichick playing chess? Will everybody's playing checkers? I don't know. He might be. Um, <laughs> but, but, yeah, I mean, again, yeah, it would have been nice to have a home game. But, I mean... I don't know. Kind of in hindsight too, them losing this game, it honestly it wouldn't have mattered if they won either because the Bills still won. So no matter yeah, what, the, the, the Pats are going to play the Bills. This game, we were going to have to be on the road regardless because the Bills were playing the freaking Jets and the Although, Jets. Game, I was the watching Jets, that game. Jets put up right. a fight though. Dude, Jets put up I, a fight. I've never been a Jets fan ever until you know last Sunday when I was like, oh my god, they might oh, actually man. win. It is what it is. We're going on the road. Uh, that's going to be an awesome day. We will talk oh, about that after again. we after we finish this up. Yeah, it's going to be you know round three rock fight. I can't wait for that. Um, so fourth downs this year have been a a roller coaster with Belichick. Um, people have said that he's been 
conservative, not aggressive enough. Um, I think you guys know the fourth down that I'm talking about. Uh, fourth and one on the Miami 49. Yep. yep. This, this fun little play. This is the one that I, what the fuck are we doing? First of all, you, you go to the line, you do this weird, like fake trying to draw them off sides. I don't know if you're trying to run a play, what you're doing. Mac does the head Bob. That was wrong. False start. Now you got to kick it. I don't, why not go up there and sneak the ball? Because every time they snuck the ball or sneaked the ball, whatever the fuck the word is for the rest of the game, I was like the Leonardo, the Leonardo DiCaprio meme where I was just pointing at the screen being like, why didn't you do this before? (laughs) It was fourth and one, by the way, the fourth and one call when the ref came out and he was like the ball, um, needs to be adjusted six inches. He picked it up and put it down. Listen here, sir. I'm very familiar with what six inches is. That was not six oh. inches. Okay. He picked it up. He picked, thank you. He, he picked it up and put it down. I don't know if they had the camera on him the whole time. He did not move the ball. So who kn- I think it was a first down, but whatever. Wasn't fourth and one. I'm like, oh, Belichick's going to go for it. Why not? Right. It's a game you kind of have to win, you know, not necessarily have to, but it's a, you know, it's fourth and one, game. Miami 49. Let's take it. No. So that was the one time where I was, or, or one of the few times this year where I was with everybody else. I was like, what the hell are we doing? What are we doing? So, I mean, you can't, you can't win playing conservative like that. And clearly the Patriots lost, not saying that would have won them the game, but I mean, would have went a long way to it. I think. Yeah, Matty B, it seems like you had some strong feelings about that play. I just wasn't a fan of it. Like, like I kind of agree with Mike. Like, let's let let's sneak it. Let's not be cute about it. Let's just sneak the damn ball. Hell, I would have taken Damian Harris almost over a sneak. Eh, yeah, well, I, I mean, I, 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 Max, not that bad at sneaking though. That's no, he's not. He's not. But like, he, he, he's I mean, he's, a, he's a slippery Damian little he's a slippery little six inch snake. He knows that he knows how to sneak when snake. he needs to sneak. I'm a snake. Uh, yeah, I don't like 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 the QB sneak is the most unstoppable play in football. If you need one yard, yeah, like I, I know it's not a hundred percent success rate. The part dolphin whenever he's on the goal line and they do yeah, a QB sneak, he just jumps right anything, over anything. Anything. And the thing, it wasn't even a full yard. It was like eight inches. Like it, all you had to do was just fall forward. Like that was it. It was it was one of those things. And I think that was just like kind of as you're watching the game, all the dumb flags, the dumb penalties, we'll get to some of the bullshit calls and everything, but oh, that Brandon Bolden call is fantastic. Was, uh, oh, well, you know what? Let's, let's talk about it, Maddie. So Brandon Bolden, the, <laughs> to get him greatest, that was the greatest the, worst call I've ever seen in my life. What? Let me, let me set the scene. The Patriots defense makes a stop. Holy shit. So the Miami has to punt the ball. Cool. They go to punt it. Oh no, guys, it's a fake. What happens though? It looks like the Patriots have it. Brandon Bolden peels off the gunner, kind of comes back, lowers his shoulder. Yes, he does. But guess what? He didn't even hit him. And I saw people nitpicking. Yes, he nicked his shoulder pad. That's not a flag. That's not a flag. That call right there led to what did it lead to? A touchdown, a field goal, something. I think it was a touchdown. I'm pretty touchdown. Yeah, yeah. It was either. All I wrote was that led to a score. So either way, <laughs> you can't. It, it, it's things like that where in kind of later on in the game when the Patriots trying to were trying to build their comeback, they had some bullshit calls too. But it's like you don't want to blame the games on the refs because that's not it. The Patriots didn't make enough play to win plays to win. But it's tough to do that. It's tough to mount a comeback when the game isn't being officiated the correct way. I don't know what I don't know what they saw. He didn't hit him. What are we talking about? I mean, it's any contact. I get it. It's the rule, but it's Ooh. at some point. I know. I get it. I hate to be like the bearer of bad news or Mr. Officiating here, 
Totally, you're, you're an Eagles fan, anyways. and you're being a fucking you're being like, and I'm a Rats fan annoying. apparently. But it's just like it, it's dumb. It wasn't a heads up play exactly by Bolden either. It wasn't totally his fault, but you just you got to avoid it like the plague like it, it, it you know what it almost reminded me of like f- first of all the the punter by the way he wasn't even really sliding he did like that weird stupid side slide like i don't know if these people don't know how to slide it like pisses me off but like he did some weird like like jump forward but slide sideways thing either way he didn't hit him it reminded me of the play that um i think it was miles bryant got called for a few games ago when josh allen was jumping out of bounds or something yeah. or, or someone was jumping out of bounds and he hit him it was josh allen. And, yeah it was him and they called it but like josh allen was going for the first that like he had to he, he had still his arm had extended hit him yeah it was it was just like one of those dumb weird things so like i don't it's just it's calls like that that you kind of see and you're like, all right, I don't like it just seems like nothing's going right. You know, like, I don't know if you guys get those vibes during the game sometimes where you're watching and you're like, oh, yeah, I don't like just There's certain plays, certain car. calls. Yeah. And you're like, I don't uh, I don't I don't think that's that's going to be a thing. Um, another call that was kind of bullshit. The Jalen Mills pass interference in the end zone. So I think that I thought when the hell was it? it was in like the third or something like that. I think that refs need to stop awarding quarterbacks with flags for shitty throws. Because if you watch that throw, I don't know who the receiver was. I don't really care because it's a Dolphins player. But Jalen Mills is covering him in the end zone. And the, the ball is further away and behind the receiver. The receiver flails. Jalen Mills is turning around looking for the ball. And then all of a sudden it turns into pass interference. That's a soft-ass call, especially when it's in the end zone. Yeah, I, like I don't. I don't get that. I think pass interference, by the way, also needs to be adjusted. It can't be a spot foul anymore. It can't be. I mean, I don't think it's a spot foul in college. I think it's, it's not. A, no, it's 15 yards. No, then let's go. Regardless. No, I like the spot foul, though. I do like that rule in the NFL. I just think Jalen Mills is a constant perpetrator, and they have their eyes on him more than any other corner specifically. They yeah. probably go into games and are shown tape by the NFL going, hey, Jalen Mills does this, this, and this, call this when he does he's physical, this. Blah, yeah, he's blah. physical, yeah. He's done that, and like we've talked about on many shows before this, Jalen Mills has his problems in coverage and when you know you're beat you're most likely gonna you know flail and try and stop them i don't think it was a good call i don't think it should have been a call i no. I, I don't think it was a particularly catchable ball but the receiver sold it enough and it, it was yep. the perfect mixture of the suspect dude covering him the receiver sold it and the mm-hmm. pass was close enough to him where you could have made the argument he was gonna lay out and make some acrobatic. he might have jumped back it was, like and the, out. it was like the backup tight end too like he's not making an acrobatic no catch. it wasn't and, and and by the way you all you need to remember too. I feel like you forget this a lot when you talk about Jalen Mills. I don't know if you remember this. He's still nursing the injury, but he's yes, coming back right. from the you're injury. Right. Right. He got hurt in week four. It's like I don't I, know. I really shouldn't. shouldn't be I don't so know if up. you know how long it takes for a sprained ankle <clears> to heal. I don't think you understand. It takes longer than seven weeks. So right. if Jalen right. Mills, if his play stumbles, this is why. That is a two-year um, injury. I know. That, I get it. At least we don't have to worry about seeing him this weekend, though. At least, yeah, uh, yeah he's on the COVID. Yeah, he's yeah. out. Well, he might. Well, what's what's say? I don't place. know if he's, because I, I know like if you're if you're vax, you can come back quicker. Um, this, the, the, the same type of thing happened with Judon and Bentley last, uh, yeah. like last week, I think it was. Um, I don't know. He's. I hope he comes back because I think the last like four games or something, he hasn't given up more than twenty yards receiving or something like that. So he's actually been really good. Um, but yeah, I mean, you you still need him. Um, just because you just need a capable body out there, a big body, someone who at least knows what they're doing. Yeah, but, um, 
but yeah, no, that, yeah, I love, love the nickname, but yeah, that play, that play was bullshit. And again, I'm not going to sit here and I saw a lot of past fans. I'm sure you guys all see it too. A lot of past fans like are almost afraid to blame the team. It's it's like, you want to sit there and blame the refs for the loss and all that. But it's like, guys, you, you kind of shit down your pants here. Like there were yeah, there like with, with everything. I mean, you had, I think, what was it? Lawrence guy on uh, the defense again, finally held them. Dolphins are about to, are about to punt. Lawrence guy lines up over the center. What happens? The dolphins go down, score a field goal. Like you can, it's just these dumb, dumb, dumb penalties. The, the, my favorite one. Okay. Uh, Tua threw the ball directly to Devin McCourty. Yes. Devin McCourty oh dropped the ball. That next play, do you know what that was? The fake punt. The fake punt led to a touchdown. It's it's these dumb things that the Patriots aren't capitalizing on the opportunities and the other teams are making them pay. Let me ask you, what does that sound like? That sounds like what the Patriots teams used to do to teams before. Yep. Like I don't, I don't I, I hope it's something that doesn't go into the playoffs, but the Patriots got to capitalize on what they're doing, on, on what they're doing there with the with, with picks, anything, sacks, opportunities. Like it just seems like there's so many, so many dumb penalties that just rear their ugly head, and it's not a consistent thing because they've been good for it the last like eight nine games, but it just rears its head at the worst times, and this was the worst time. I mean, Grant, you're still going to the playoffs, but I mean, shit, you had a, you had a game that you could have won. I mean, Tua Tua wasn't scaring you. Yeah, I mean this way. This was all the I running. Mean, I like Tua, but no, he's not like that sort of deep threat. Like most of his deep passes, besides the one touchdown in the left corner, was like the pass interference one, and then he wasn't connecting so much from deep. He's a short yeah. guy. He's it's, not. A, he's not a six-inch threat. No, certainly not. Not like no, he's anyway. not. But no, he's I, not. Definitely not. Just so no. disappointing. No. It's one of those things that they left it on the table. Yeah, it, it's the, the dumb, dumb mistakes. I mean, it, just to how, how like the stars, like this is why I think that bad shit happens in Miami. David Andrews comes out for one play. Do you know what happened on that one play? Mac Jones fumbled the ball on the snap. And I'm not saying that Karras did anything wrong. I'm just saying it just so happens that, okay, Andrews is out. It's not, it's not the hands that he's used to feeling down there. I don't know. Maybe the ball just doesn't come out the same exact way, which I'm sure it doesn't. Um, it just, and, and they said that Karras snaps it with his right hand. So he's snapping with his right hand. Then he's going to come up to block with his right hand. So maybe he's trying to do it quick, a different angle. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's all it's what just, you're used to. There's a method yeah. to all that madness there where it's like every little detail, like quarterbacks take snaps with centers before games. If they, have like a new center it's all you know you got to get the rhythm of everything yeah yeah always and it's just it's just all that bullshit so i mean i don't i don't know i mean the defense too shitty i mean you know matthew judon there were some plays where he he kind of whiffed on a couple tackles he wasn't setting the edge not something that i'm worried about but it's just the perfect storm of just shit i mean just bad bad stuff all bad like. stuff. <laughs> it was it was it was a shit storm. It was a, it was a shit storm. Picture like a like a tornado, but with with shit. That's what it is when you go to Miami. Shit, when know. this team goes to Miami, it's it's horrible. I don't like it, um, and I'm upset that they lost. So I don't have anything else to say about this team because it's <clears> pissing me off thinking about this goddamn game. I thought I they were going to go in. To say about this quarterback though. About about who? Which quarterback? Mac ours. You do. Is that what you I said? Yes. All right. All right. Let's go. Let's let's talk about Matt before we kind of put this put this shit storm behind us. Talk about the playoffs. Oh, all right. 
what do you guys think about our franchise quarterback in this 17 game stretch here? His first run at it, middle of the season, we were all thinking he was the GOAT. You know, beginning of the season, we were all like, all right, this is kind of suspect. Now we're at the end. It's all encompassed. Please drop the magic on me here before I give you my long-winded and very opinionated spiel. So right now, like, you know, at first I was all about, like, give the kid a chance. And I really was. Um, and, and I still am. I, you know, I, I don't see anything wrong with him. I do think that there's a lot of room for improvement and as it should be for a rookie. So do I think he is the absolute next goat of the Patriots? Not quite yet. I need to see year two and going into year three. Year two tends to be a sophomore slump for a lot of players as well. Yep. So therefore that component, do I think he sucks? No, probably the best surprise pick overall out of the whole entire draft aside of Micah Parsons and, and a couple others that have successfully thrived in this year's uh, uh, season. Like I refuse Jamar, to acknowledge Micah Parsons, but that's fine. Like Jamar, <laughs> Jamar Chase, Jane Waddle and, and, and others like they, they have thrived so far in their positions. So my kudos to them. Um, do I think Mac overall could be moved on from maybe three, four years from now? There is potential to that. And the reason why I think that is, you know, the up and coming class that's coming out of college right now seems to be that kind of center minded class where there is a lot of growth and fast growth. And I think for Mac, unfortunately, a lot of rookie mistakes were made this season. And I think it shows that when it comes to the moments where he is needed the most, that pressure control is just not there yet. So I think there is a little bit of mental growth to be done there. I think there is a lot of uh, being able to handle those emotions as well and heading into a playoff as deep as this one is going to be this year, especially with a, with a Bills team that's already accustomed to having played in the playoffs, you know, especially with Josh Allen and uh, Stefan Diggs. Used to getting bounced by the Chiefs in the first game, but yeah. Right. I mean, <laughs> they got, I mean, it's the Chiefs as well. That, that Chiefs. That was in- incredible. Um, however, you know, I I think he's done well. He's done real good. I think the expectations that the, the, the words and expectations that there were about him in the draft were silent. And I'm glad that he was able to prove himself because a lot of people thought that he was just an overhyped third overall pick. When in reality, the guy showed that he should have been probably the first overall pick, maybe the second, right behind Trevor Lawrence. Definitely over Trevor, you Lawrence. know, in for, front of Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah. So oh, it, absolutely, absolutely. But for me, for me personally, like, I'm not saying like I'm out on Mac. I'm in the middle. I'm staying neutral, and I want to see, I want to see where he goes in year two. I want him to continue proving himself, and I want to see far more development. I think, like I said, that that pressure handling comes at a huge cost, and unless he's able to channel those emotions and be able to lock himself in the moment and be laser focused that's when we will see the true potential of Mac Jones because there's have been a lot of situations where pressure has amounted to him where mistakes do happen. Like for example, you know, the third and the third and one runs, like he should be challenging Josh McDaniels to do a different call. A lot of these third and one calls that especially against the teams that we have faced, we should have been using our tight ends a lot more. And that is something that I will still focus on because our playbook is not deep enough. The tight end situation and not utilizing them to their full potential really aggravates one of the tight ends. Pitch. One of the tight ends. Hunter Henry was used plenty. 
Yeah, Hunter Hunter Henry was used plenty and, and kicked ass. Yeah, but then what do you do? Tubs. In my opinion, there like that is one of my concerns going into the playoffs. So if we can do this, make it easy to kind of compare. Give me a letter grade here. Like you're you're giving Max sure. end of season interview, the exit interview. How I, I do give you him, grade his season? I give him a solid B. Okay, so you said you were kind of in the middle, but B leans more like you were impressed. I mean, I I, I could I could say she B is minus. average. She I could is say average. I could say B minus. Okay. Um. I'm don't not sway, gonna say, don't sway the the defendant jury. No, I'm not Let him give there, his there, score. There is no, yeah, no. I mean, wait till you know, there, I have to say. it's not it's not it's not B plus. I'll give you I'll that. You, it's okay. not B plus at all. Is it a C? No, not frankly, because there were some opportunities where he showed uh, that kind of competitive mentality. Yep. And he carried himself really, really well as a rookie this year as well. Mm-hmm. No controversy, no nothing, just carried himself really professional there. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, speaks volumes of the person that he could potentially be in this league. However, again, like I said, that mentality of being able to control moments that are bigger than what they appear to be needs to be fully there and needs to be laser-focused and channeled in. That's why, for me, he's a B, maybe B-minus person, I'm giving him a B because he truly did shut down a lot of the critics that were there, and that's why I'm I'm sticking I'm sticking to that. Good shit, Matty B. I mean, well, we all know how I felt about him heading into the season. Wasn't the world's uh, biggest fan of him just because I was. Now we were in the same boat. I, I was skeptical of you know because you guys Florida. love Cam Newton. That's why. Well, no, there's it's not because of what that about Cam Newton. What of that? We, we were skeptical. <laughs> we were skeptical because we didn't no. think he needed to start. Says heading heading into the season, Alabama quarterbacks didn't have the world's greatest name. No, nope. they didn't. God no. And. You know, the if you want to look where the future is going, you look at the past. Exactly, exactly. And curses do exist in the NFL, as we all found <laughs> out again this week. They do. USC quarterbacks don't do anything as well. Shit. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Maddie. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to interrupt you with your love for Cam Newton. Proceed. There's, there's oh. no love for Cam Newton here. I mean, obviously, we probably would have went undefeated if we had Cam Newton, but like that's exactly. Okay. Right. I mean, it, it, and it's also and it's also three against against one. You you're not winning this battle, Mike. Sorry I like Cam Newton. Listen. Everybody thinks I don't like Cam Newton. I've said it so many times. I like Cam Newton. I I just don't think he's a good starting quarterback anymore. It's it's just as simple as that. He's not. He's he's very clearly not. If it's you like Cam Newton, you, you wouldn't him? have to then reason yourself. You just either like him or you hate him, and it's fine. If you no, hate him, I like Cam Newton, the man. I don't like Cam Newton, the football player. I don't okay. think he's good. Perfect. There you so go. you're a hater. Not a hater. Did you watch him play this year? Yeah, he was fantastic. You are a bum. You are a bonehead, Matty B. I'm sorry, Mac Jones. What do you think? Okay. I mean, I'm sure this is going to be great. Like, I don't remember a season where there there was this much excitement at a at the quarterback position, excluding Tom Brady. Um, I mean, yeah, we, I mean, like, yeah, growing up, we we're all excited. Yeah, we had to watch Tom Brady play again. There was a <laughs> lot of excitement, like, even at training camps this year. Liam, I saw you at training camp. Diego, yeah, I saw right you, you at training camp. There was a lot of excitement there. Diego, we found out, we found out a lot about Mac just at training camp alone. And we found out that David Andrews is a big Lana Rhodes guy, too, at training camp. Yes, yep, he should time. be. She, she likes him big right. and she likes him chunky. Right. So, there's a lot of hype excitement going into the this season. About him. And I mean, we're gonna we're we're gonna forget that first game against Miami. Uh, you know, Damian Harris screwed that one up at the end. Um, Do you remember Mac Jones' first throw or first drop back in his in his career? By there. the way, you I remember the little you remember the little dipsy do he did when he turned around and threw the ball behind him. Yeah. Anyways, keep going. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So sorry. I, I was there. I, I saw that whole game. Um, overall, I mean, he started off okay. 
had a little bit of a rough stretch during the losing streak. And then yeah. once they got winning, once they got winning, it's like, all right, he improved each week, kind of cooled down towards the end of the season, which as a rookie, don't want to do that. So it's like, I'm right where Diego is. I'm, you know, I want to see what year two looks like with him. Um, it is good. He is getting playoff experience as a rookie, especially road playoff experience too. Granted, going to bu- granted Buffalo, not a normal place to go play at with that environment. That is not a normal. That is not an ideal place to go play. Very at. dark too. They only have six lights in their stadium. Yeah. Did you guys see the picture? They have six stadium lights. That's it. In their darkest shit. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. It's just a. It, it is not a not dark ideal stadium. place to vacation either. I don't dark know stadium. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't know that, but um. You know, I, if I were to give a letter grade, because I know Liam, you're a big fan of letters, apparently. Um, I am. I prefer the letter. Big I'm letter gonna, guys. I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say C plus, just because I'm not really sold on him yet. That's the what thing. do you mean? Okay, I'm not. I what do you what, mean? You're not sold on Mac Jones? I want to see year two. I want to see what he does in year two before I decide. Okay. Is he the future or is he just so you don't so you don't like a movie because you haven't seen the sequel? What are you talking about? I want to see. Why don't you like it? No, no, I I can compare. I I, I too, I too said the same exact thing. I too, you you didn't say you didn't say it like, oh, then I asked both of you. I must have just I must have missed what you said. I did say I I wasn't sold on him just yet. Why aren't you guys sold on him? No, but why aren't you sold on him? I want to see Diego's point. That's not a good answer. That's a great answer. That's not a good answer. So, so, so you see all these great things and, and yeah, some bad things because he's a rookie. And then it's like, ah, I got to see the second year. Hogwash. So for me, so for me, hogwash. After Patty Mahomes, after Patty Mahomes threw 50 tubs in his first season, were you like, let's see what he does next season? Probably. I'm sure. Honestly, I was. I I I think it's an unfair comparison. Patty Mahomes is washed, by the way. Well, here's the thing. How can you, okay, no. I got the glasses on. We're going on now. The faded shades. Well, with Mahomes, for example, let's see how I want to see how does he follow up with fifty touchdowns? He was what the MVP that year too, right? He was the damn right he was. MVP. Did he? Did he they win Super Bowl? Look at look at how yeah. is that the Super Bowl year for them? Yeah. No, it wasn't, right? Yeah, it was. Yeah, look at yeah, how they won, they won the Super Bowl. He throws yeah. fifty touchdowns and he's the MVP. Let's see. Let's it's see an what happens comparison here. Too. It's an unfair comparison too. Look at how stacked the Chiefs team was. He yeah, was exactly. no success. So why do you hate Mac Jones, you guys? I don't hate Matt I don't Jones. Hate Matt I, I, Jones. I I did just say to you, my explanation as to why I'm I'm sticking to a B, maybe even B minus, is there is a lot of room professionally for him to do on. He needs to develop. He needs to develop that control, that pressure control mindset. He needs to be laser focused in those situations, which he's not. He gets distracted easily when the moments that count the most. Those are those are things that you look for in every quarterback. And I would say the same exact thing if this was Trevor Lawrence, if this was Zach Wilson, if this was Trey Lance, if this had been Joe Burrow, I would have said the same exact thing. It doesn't matter because it's Mac Jones and because he's replaced after Kim. I wouldn't care who he's replacing. He could be replacing yeah. Tom fucking Brady for all I give a shit. It's just that Better needs to be de- that needs to be developed. If he's so, not, if he's not going to be able to control situations where he's in pressure and he needs to be the leader because he's the quarterback of the team and be able to deliver results, unfortunately, I'm sorry, but he's just not yet fully developed. He's see, not that A plus quarterback. What, what I just want to know. That, that let, he, let me simplify. Well, yeah, no, I'm not asking for you to be a. It, you know, it, that's why. That's why I'm looking forward to year two. I'm looking forward to what he's got to develop. And if year three, he's at that point where he's like, "Holy shit, what a quarterback." 
phenomenal. But in year two, we've noticed this with a lot of players. A lot of them hit that sophomore slump. I don't expect Jamar Chase to be excellent next year. I don't expect Jalen Waddle to be like, oh, my God, Miami's ultimate fucking warrior. Um, I don't expect Devontae Smith to be like, oh, my God, the biggest okay, fucking well, he's the greatest receiver. Well, he's on the Eagles, so he's going to get yeah. fucked. So. Liam, what were you going to say? Because you, you were going to okay. simplify well, or just, whatever. Yeah, I just want to simplify Mike's point here. In the first Spider-Man movie with Tobey Maguire, the Green Goblin is holding a school bus of children and Mary Jane Watson, both on cables, and he lets them both go and make Spider-Man choose. Say, instead of the kids and Mary Jane, we replace it with Mac Jones and Jared Stidham. I just want to ask who you would pick and why would it be Jared Stidham? I, I swear to fucking God. I'm going to kill you. Why would what? it be Jared Stidham? Because he's the other quarter. I don't know. I, we could put Brian Hoyer if you'd rather. You can put anybody. You can put Tom Brady, and I still wouldn't want him. You know why? But, well, first of all, he's old. Going for the future, I want Mac Jones. Yeah, yeah, he's but, but uh, yeah, okay, <laughs> Liam, I love the I love the analogy because I do love <laughs> Spider Man. But um, but my thing is, it's like you can't like I'm I'm asking you right now if you're bought in on him. You can't you can't kind of push it to the past because guess what? He's going to be with the team for the next four or five years, most likely. So it's like because he's on his rookie deal. So are you are you bought in on him in the sense that? you think that he could be the Patriots quarterback for the next 10, 15 years. I think that's kind of more of the question. Cause, yeah, Cause Diego cause, said he could see him gone at five. What cause, do cause, cause basically what you guys are saying, I, whole I, career. I get, I get with the whole, like there might be the sophomore slump or everything, but you know, you can't, you can't go into a, go into a player being like, Oh, he might suck the next year. Like, no, with, with everything you've seen, are you, are you bought in? Are you ready to ride with Mac Jones? Whatever that means to you, make it mean whatever it means to me. I'm ready to see Mac Jones for the next 10, 15 years, because I think he's going to progress. He's a rookie. So of course he made rookie mistakes. He's the best rookie bar none of any of the rookies drafted right now. Yeah, but he's um, the best of the worst. The other ones are pretty shitty. Very, yeah, okay. very, very clearly that's and not fair to no 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 that's not fair to say look at mac and look at the other rookie quarterbacks who the, all of them suck except for mac that's why i just year. said he's the best of the world exactly makes look exactly makes him look better like exactly. this wasn't over this was an overhyped like class coming into the season quarterbacks wise and only one of them prevailed uh, granted yeah. granted, granted it was granted, granted Trevor Lawrence went to Jacksonville. Jackson Jacksonville is Trevor Lawrence would suck if he was team. on the Chiefs. Relax. No, I don't think so. I hate to tell you that, but I disagree with you. Trevor Lawrence touchdown. Jesus Urban Meyer. Honest. Urban Meyer is not a quarterback coach whatsoever. He can barely keep his hands to himself. Nevertheless, be able not to a head coach anymore either. Life. Yeah. No, it's it's all their quarterback. He's not. He's not it. He's just he's fool's gold. Instead of touchdown, Jesus, yeah. it's the hair. The Jesus. hair. It tricks everybody. Uh, Maddie. By the way, so I don't think you finished your point. Are you sold? Are you not sold? What's going on? Look, what do you grade him? What'd you say? I, I, you I gave him an say, I was. He, he is he a good yeah. quarterback? Yeah, he's he's a good quarterback. Am I sold on him for the future for the next you know like 10, 15 years, Mike? That you're saying? Not yet. I want to see what he does in the bananas. Year. Bananas. Shut up. If you, <laughs> shut up, Mike. In pajamas. If he, if he has a down year in year two, I'm saying if, not when, Mike, before you even attempt to twist my words there. If he has a down year in year two, which I'm not going to say he is or not, but if he does, what does year three look like? What does year four look like? Mm -hmm. I'm the same way, too. That, I'm not a genius. That's the and, thing. and I'm completely I'm not gonna, fine. I can't, you can't give a fair judgment off of a player in yeah. one season. We can't I'm asking you to make the judgment. I'm asking you to make the judgment, though. If you, yeah, what you've well, seen, he said, he said C minus. That, that was it. C plus. C plus. Hogwash. Yeah. Hogwash. Hogwash. All right. Liam. So let's move. Let's move on to Liam. <laughs> Liam. Liam. You go. Okay. Bonkers. 
Well, last time I checked. Cam Newton, A plus, by the way. But yeah, uh, let's keep Ma- it going. Mac Jones. <laughs> Mac Jones. Cam Newton little- sucks, guys. Get it through your head. Mac Cam Jones Newton is, is not no a good Cam quarterback. Newton. He's no Cam Newton. So yeah, I know. He's him, better. I'm, he's I'm he's better. Him an F. No, I'm giving him an F. No. Who? <laughs> oh, buddy. Did you see? Oh. Yeah, okay, I'm sorry. I was, I was ready for Mike to kick me out. Uh, if I'm sitting down being objective here and I'm thinking realistically, Mac Jones, like we said, I think his play looked a lot better because everyone else played pretty ass. Like Trevor Lawrence – unimpressive Trey Lance didn't really get the shot Justin Fields mixture of didn't get the shot and then when he did like he you know the offense wasn't exactly in his favor but I don't think he was spectacular either I think in the end I'm giving Mac an A minus he was a truly poised quarterback who went out there and won big games he led many blowouts for a team that hasn't put up this many 50-point games since the 2008 season. But a lot of it was relied on Damian Harris, Ramondre Stevenson in the run game. He had a lot of help on other factors. Once we kind of – he got comfortable and settled in is when I really think it bumps him up to where I have him as an A-. minus. If, if we graded this after week – five i would say he's a c plus quarterback but he really figured it out in the middle of the season and he started to uncork the long ball which was my biggest criticism mm-hmm. excuse me that mm-hmm. was a beer burp i think he is the perfect quarterback for this system and i do believe he's going to be here for the long haul he's a franchise quarterback we're not letting him go even next year if he has a sophomore slump which i don't believe he will because it's the same system around him this time a system like the patriots is going to allow just about any quarterback to succeed. Sam Darnold would be putting up similar numbers in the system that Mac Jones did. He has a great cast around him. So Mac Jones did the best of his ability, but he was mostly helped out by the team. I'm going to give him an A- because he didn't turn the ball over. He didn't fuck too many things up. You know, the worst game he had interceptions-wise was a two-pick game, which I'll take that. With a rookie, I'm expecting, like, Jay Cutler, four picks to D'Angelo Hall-type numbers with a rookie. That's normally what I'm expecting. Because, like, hey, rookies are going to have their tough games. What did uh, Zach Wilson throw four picks three times or something like that? Like, that's what I expect from a rookie. It's tough to make it in the league nowadays. So he had a lot of help. I'm giving him an A-minus, but I'm grading on a curve here because he was helped out by a fantastic team. I don't think he's a stellar guy who could have made it on every team. If the Bears draft him he probably would have been ass if the 49ers drafted him he probably wouldn't have got the chance if the Jaguars drafted him he would have been fucking terrible just like Trevor Lawrence I just think he landed in the right situation and he he's not this ultra most talented quarterback he's sneaky athletic when he runs outside the pocket and gets a first down he's got a decent arm can make all the throws on the field but he's not going to blow you away with an 80 yard bomb but he can get it deep to Kendrick Bourne to tie up the game against the Cowboys like he can make the plays necessary but he's not going to wow you I like what I've seen but I'm not in love with it I'm going to give him an A minus grading on a curve (sighs) Um, I am going to say, uh, Liam, I agree with you. It's just, it's going to be boring, but a minus reason being everything coming in. What did we all think? We were all like, ah, you know, uh, if, if Cam Newton starts, hopefully everything goes well, you know, second year in the system. Great. Mac Jones started. So it was like, okay, you know, let's just hope we get a winning season. Um, let's just, you know, hope he progresses all that stuff. Nobody thought that Mac Jones was going to be bringing this team to the playoffs. Nobody actually thought that. 
Um, granted, did I say that? Probably, but that's just my homerism coming. I mean, I'm wearing Patriot sunglasses right now. So, I mean, come on. But Mac Jones, I mean, he he had, I think, one of the best rookie seasons, some of his stats, like, ever in, like, the history of rookie quarterbacks. Um, I think he has, like, the eighth or ninth completion percentage right now. He yeah. has more yards than players like uh, Russell Wilson, Ben Roethlisberger. Say what you want about him. Uh, he has more yards than players like Kyler Murray, Carson Wentz, who Liam loves. Um, and, walk it to him. And, you know, again, he, he did all this with people who, you know, people on his offense who who were kind of like, oh, he got Kendrick Bourne, Nelson Aguilar, um, like, oh, who that's not. Yeah. Why did Bill go and get them? Well, uh, Jacoby Myers had 800 and something yards receiving this year. So I think, yeah, so I, I am sold on him and I'm not saying that he's going to be the, the greatest quarterback ever. But when I say that I'm sold on him, what I mean is that I'm comfortable with him being the starting quarterback for the next 10 or 15 years, meaning that what he's doing right now, and Maddie B, you brought up the sophomore slump, definitely a real thing uh, with is. any position. Really. But the the reason I don't think that's going to happen is because right now, I don't think we're seeing Mac play to his potential in the offense. Uh, I also, what Mac's doing right now, he's not doing anything crazy that can't be duplicated. I am definitely sold on him coming in. I knew nothing about him. Cause I don't, I don't watch on Mac that there is cream on. Any I don't, I don't, I don't watch world. college football. Well, I mean, I mean, the dude threw for just over 3,800 yards. I mean, he had the eighth best completion percentage. He's got his team in the playoffs. He's a rookie quarterback. I think that's pretty good. Um, I don't know, but I just, I am, I'm ready. Like Maddie said, I'm ready to see him in year two, year three, year four, all that stuff. But I'm definitely sold on him. I mean, I'm ready for him. I'm comfortable with him taking the field. It got to the point this year, and Liam, you and I talked about it. When he started making mistakes, it was shocking when he would make mistakes. I think that that is proof positive that he's done what he needed to do this year. He made you forget he was a rookie, which I think that's not something that you can really quantify, but it's just something that, you know, not a lot of rookie quarterbacks do not a lot of rookie players do, to be honest. And yeah, sure. The last couple of games, has he made his mistakes? Of course he has. Yeah. He's made some dumb mistakes. He's made some dumb picks, dumb plays, but it seems like his confidence is unwavering. That's what every one of the players say. Bill Belichick <laughs> said he's Bill Belichick said he's the most impressive rookie that uh, that he's seen. So yeah, I'm very much sold on Mac Jones. Um, I don't know. I don't know how anybody anybody couldn't beat because yeah, sure he's had some rough patches. Normal quarterbacks have rough patches too. So yeah, I'm I'm ready for Mac uh, to kind of you know lead the Patriots the next 10, 15 years, however long he wants to stay. Um, so yeah, I give him an A minus on the year. I give him an A minus. Minute so. with you there. I mean, he yeah. is the future, regardless of if you like yeah. it or not. Patriots going to the playoffs right now. They're obviously playing the Bills round three between those division rivals. Um, going into the playoffs, uh, whoever, whichever one of you two want to start, what do you think is the biggest, um, the really the biggest negative or the biggest thing that you have to worry about with this Patriots team moving forward that might hold them back in the playoffs? I would say our playbook. We're not creative enough. To find creative. Elaborate, because I agree yeah. to some extent. And I know, Diego, you think I don't agree with anything you say. But I do agree with you to some extent on I this. I mean, statistically, you haven't. So yeah. <laughs> You agree. We like had the same, we had the same thought that the Patriots were going to go. And by, Okay, actually, one thing. Uh, Lee, um, Diego and I both thought the Patriots were going to go 12-5 and five here. Maddie, I don't remember what you said. Liam, I want to give you a shout-out. Liam said the Patriots would go 10-7. and seven. He yep. said that Mac he would did. have about 22 pit. I mean, 22 touchdowns. He'd I have about to 24. And then you he, said 12 to 14 picks, right? That's what you said. Yeah. I believe Mac Jones, they went 10 and seven. 
exactly what Liam said. They had, he had Mac Jones had 22 touchdowns and 13 picks. So, uh, Liam, I did just want to give you your flowers on that one, man. Good pick. Um, but Diego, you say that the playbook is not creative enough. What do you mean? Like running, passing? What do you think? What do you mean? Just overall? I think uh, I think our passing game is not extended enough. We're not, like I've said all season long, our tight ends are not fully utilized. Uh, when it comes to the down the field plays, we don't elaborate correctly on those. We tend to go more towards the short passing game than anything else, more than towards the check, towards the check down, rather than fully try to gain the yardage. Especially, Did you against say that teams. when Tom Brady was the quarterback. Oh, no one said that when Tom Brady was no, the quarterback. Because you know what, Tom Brady was always challenging Josh McDaniels to be far more creative, which is something that I want to see. But more it was still a to. short passing game. Well, Mac Jones is a rookie. Hold on. First of all, I heard you say that before. You want Mac Jones to challenge uh, Josh McDaniels? He's a rookie because he should. If but he's a rookie. Where the hell does it. he stand to challenge the offensive I get coordinator? It. I get it that he's a rookie. That dude who's all. won nothing saying it to a guy who's won like Listen, five Yeah, seasons. get the Listen, fuck out of here. It's the same when, when Tom, after year two, you know, when Tom started to get into the arguments with Josh of like, fuck are we doing with this play? I mean, he was nobody after, you know, when Drew Bledsoe was here. When Drew Bledsoe was healthy, he was just like, mm-hmm. that's just a backup quarterback. You're just a backup, yeah. Right? Yeah. But then but then Tom took his creativity to the next level and really challenged Josh to fully develop that playbook. And that's where I want to see some of the creativity from Mac as well because the guy, I feel like Mac has a lot of creativity that if we really let him dig deep into that, we could see what a creativity lot of, do you want to see? We well, could see a lot of stuff that we haven't seen just yet. These so, like, do you have kids, examples? Okay. A lot of, on, a lot of on, these Mike. kids, on, no, Mike. hang on. A lot of these kids from, from, from college that, that have come out, like Joe Burrow, for example, that playbook, had, that playbook in Cincinnati was not developed enough. And you know that, you know, that it showed, I mean, it's it definitely, showed to a full extent. I, but I, I think it's far less creative than the Patriots playbook. I mean, we run trick play city in here. How many times are we giving it? Because Liam was complaining about it earlier this year. They were yeah, running. So I, many said, trick plays. I said, it's too creative. Dumb it down. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I want to see, I want to see a lot more criteria. I want to see a lot more usage of our tight ends. I mean, we have two really good fucking tight ends in the, in the league. The two, the two best, uh, the two. So I, I'll agree with you on that. Diego, the two best you know, tight like, ends that were available, the Patriots got. So I think, I think the, with Johnu Smith, though, it seems like he's just one of those players that's taken a little bit longer to, to, to grasp everything. At least that's kind of like see, the, that's see, kind of the gist wrong. of it. I think wrong. I think that for Johnu, he's been utilized more for the physicality aspect because he's able to close down on that on that gap. He can that block he and everything. Close, yep. Right. But I mean, if we really went on another route where one of the tight ends was more of a versatile tight end, let's say you know he could be used as both as a wide receiver and as a tight end then technically you can squeeze them into that slot where John o. Smith really is and really put John o. back into that tight end position where he's a dual threat just as much as Hunter Henry is. And we're not using that. We're not I agree. Doing I that. agree. I think that, uh, I, I, so, mean, I mean, you so see it when John o. Smith that's gets that. it. Yeah, I mean, for, you for see me, when John o. Smith gets the jet sweeps. I mean, he, John o. Smith should be utilized I more. Think, I, I get what you're yeah, saying. I think that. And I think, and I think for me personally, like once Josh is so settled on his running game, like, yeah, it worked. It worked at one time with the Bills. Like, yeah, we ran the ball 40, whatever, many times. Yeah. Congratulations. It's worked a lot more than one time. They're one no, of the best no, running that, teams that in was the, That's the resistance. That was, that was a wild game, though. That was a wild yeah, but that game. Was, yeah. 
but that was overutilized. That was overutilized, though. Like you, yeah. you, you already punted the living crap out of them. Why didn't you go ahead and explore what your passing game would look like yeah. against a top? We were all saying that. Yeah, no, we were all saying that. I yeah. think you uh, know, so. So, yeah. so it's just that for me, it's just that. I think for us in this third round, we really need to bring something that's unpredictable to the Bills, mm-hmm. and that's where my concern is. I wonder what Josh will be able to develop with Mac, and that's my concern. Because yeah, the Bills already sense. know the Bills already know that if the Patriots want to run the game, they need to be physical there. So we're gonna be shut down there. They have a good defense. Um, if they wanna be short passing, they're gonna be able to lock us down in that aspect as well. They're gonna be able to shut down Hunter. Um, would they be able to shut him down completely? No, I you know, I don't think they will, uh, because of Hunter's uh versatility. But again, it's just more of that, like what trickery can you bring into this playoff game against the Bills that they are not accustomed to deal with? I mean, you got to take away something. As a defense, it's always got to be like you take away, and Bill Belichick preaches it, they, they basically play different schemes mm-hmm. and styles each week depending on who they play and what they're yep. getting bad at their opponents. Yep. So it's like – This is one of the uh, best teams to, to analyze the tape yeah. in the NFL. Oh, Absolutely one of the best teams in the NFL to analyze And I'm tape. sure the Bills are like, we're going to stop the run game and force Mac to pass. So it's like then they're focused on the run. So then it's like, all right, what's the next thing we're going to stop? And that gets less of the focus, but they're certainly going to try. I would imagine that would be, like you said, the short passing game. Mm-hmm. I don't think they'll be able to completely stop that because the short passing game is one of the most installable things in the league. It's also one of the most dangerous because you pass at a higher volume, which gives more opportunity for mistakes, which is one of the big criticisms I had with Mike early in the season. And then they're going to be like, if they throw it deep on us, then so be it. If fucking Nelson Aguilar and Kendrick Bourne both have 120 yards receiving and two deep touchdowns and we lose, then, you know, goddamn, mm-hmm. we tried. So they're going to go to what the Patriots don't do often, and they'll basically let that one go. I don't think it's going to be – you know, I think it's mostly going to be short passing game and they're going to stop the run and force Mac to pass. So this is going to be a big passing game for Mac. In my opinion, he didn't look great against the bills. He, there was a, a tipped interception against the bills. So he had two picks. One of them wasn't his fault. It's just one of those things where it's like, we got to see if he can, you know, part three here and part one, you didn't pass part two. You passed. Didn't look great. Part three. Now you got to pass and look good if we're going to win this game. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, for concerns wise, Makes like sense. I said, just a playbook. Just, just playbook. a playbook. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, they, they got to figure something out. It seems like some games began. McDaniels just gets away from what, does well. Only thing I'm going to say to Diego, if if Mac Jones stepped to Josh McDaniels and kind of like you know rebuted some plays and all that stuff, that would piss me off. I'd be like, dude, you're a rookie. Sit the fuck down. That's what yeah. I would say. Because I mean, because I don't, know, yeah. when, I don't know if it would piss me off. I think it would lit a fire personally. In I the don't office. think so. Because when because when Brady was doing that with Charlie Weiss, I don't. That wasn't. That that wasn't that I don't even think that was his second. Or, I mean, that, that was that was also overboard though. That was also overboard. He yeah, I don't know. I think the way Tom I see it, did it on that. The way I see it, you're a rookie. Sit down, do everything. Obviously, you know you're, you're not going to call well, the that's play. That's what it takes to be great to push buttons. Yeah, but your rookie. Sometimes year, that's what it does. Yeah. Nah, not your rookie year. But I mean, again, either way, though, I still agree. the The playbook, McDaniel's can't get into his normal bullshit with the playbook. So that's, that's exactly. pretty much. I agree with that. Uh, Maddie, we B, run it on third and long. I'm going to kill myself. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> And Don't I mean, go like I five said, wide on third and one. Maddie, I'm sorry. I, I've like false started you four, uh, three times. <laughs> Maddie, you go. Football you go. Analogies. You go. Um, I mean, a concern for me 
and I'm not nitpicking Mac here, but like this is this is his first playoff experience, and it's on the road, and it's in Buffalo. That's a negative to me, just just because the four the four of us know here, playoff football completely different animal from what yep. he just went through. Um, you're literally fighting for your season, and you know Mac really throughout his career has never really had to fight for like his season before. I, I guess that's really like the main thing for me is I, I I'm just it's one thing that I'm worried about is just you know the lack of playoff experience at the quarterback position. Yeah, oh, hundred percent. Mm-hmm. But let me present to you the quarterback who has got the closest to a Super Bowl in his rookie year. Was Ben Roethlisberger made it to the conference well, championship game against the Patriots? He did throw four picks in the conference championship game, and they lost. Um, that's a rookie quarterback's never been in the Super Bowl, so I understand the concern. It's brutal. It's going to be a completely different game for him. Do you think he's going to be overwhelmed, or do you think it's just going to be another loss like we've seen in the last Buffalo game where it's like he played fine, but he didn't play good enough to win? Or do you think he's going to be flat out like stunned? I'm not going to say he's like going to be like flat out stunned or anything. I don't know if he'd be like overwhelmed either. It's just maybe that little bit just because this Bills team literally went through the song and dance last year with the playoffs. They made it all the way to the AFC title game and yep. almost, and you know, yeah, the Chiefs did. What Blew the Chiefs them did. up. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, that's, that, that's just my concern. How does Mac do on the road in that kind of environment, too? Which, by the way, I don't know if you guys have seen the weather for that game coming up this uh, this Saturday night. The highest that entire day in in, um, in Buffalo. I forget what the actual town is called, where, where the stadium is at. But it's supposed to be nine degrees. Oh, that's yeah, the it's highest. Gonna snow, part. Baby. It's going to be snow. Did you see that? You see that on the forecast? Oh, I saw Mike. Oh, Mike, I saw snow. Liam, 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 what did I tell you? Whenever it snows, I'm picking the Patriots no matter what. There's no games. Picking the Patriots. Let's let's just let's just see what Mac does. Josh Allen, 12 slugs to your chest. Sit down. (laughs) Mike, I don't know if you heard what my one concern was, which is, you know, I heard I got my yeah, no, I heard. I heard. I I agree. I mean, dude, you're going you're going on the road against a good team, as much as as much as I talk team, shit about absolutely. the Bills. Yeah, yeah, no, you're going on the road against a good team. They have they play well at home. It's going to be, you know, the conditions are going to be, you know, shitty, obviously. So I got it's going to it's going to be a big I test. Saw, I just thought of another one too. Yeah, throw it um, out. Isaiah McKenzie. Let's not let that happen again. Uh, oh, I'm not worried about that. Uh, I'm not worried about that. But now they're but now they're, they're but now they're going to have COVID Beasley. They're going to have uh, Gabriel Davis. Obviously, Jake Diggs is going to be around, and now you got McK- and Isaiah McKenzie, who just ripped up the Patriots. That's a lot. Let's let's He's make sure that let's 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 make sure we don't give up any big plays to the Buffalo receivers because they can all take advantage of the of the long ball. And they can all take advantage of being in the open field. Don't let anyone too open. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Isaiah McKenzie now. definitely ripped our asses with. If it's snowing, if it's snowing, Isaiah McKenzie won't be a factor. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It's, it's, it's going to be, like you said, it's going to be very cold. I think there's right now there's like a 50 or 60% chance of snow. So that's going to be, that's, that's going to be interesting. So um, like half and half roughly. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if it's snowing though, I'm going to pick the Patriots hundred percent. I just yep. can't whenever it's snowing. I just, I always do. And also because I think the Patriots are the better running team. Yeah. So, so I think with, run with that being said, look into your crystal balls here, boys. This is the culminating question here. And then we set you guys free. How far does this Patriots team go? 
does it end in Orchard Park or do they proceed into the Super Bowl? And remember, they have Mac Jones, the quarterback that you guys do not like. Yeah. So let okay, me know I like for the hundredth time. Um, I'll start here. Um, what do you want? Do you want like an actual score prediction or just uh, no? Tell me how far just how far you think go. they go. Do they lose uh, yeah. on Saturday? I, I, I'll be I'll be honest. I, I think I think this is it on Saturday. I don't I don't see us. I don't I don't see us winning at Buffalo. Why? I'm, so, I'm no sorry. Faith, I don't. No faith. No. Hey, be honest. Be honest. Oh no! I, I, yeah. They're gonna get, they're gonna put up a fight. I'm not gonna say Buffalo's gonna blow us out or anything like that. They're gonna put up a fight, but I can see this coming down to like the, the final drive and Buffalo gets the ball. They go down the field, kick a game winning field goal. I can see it like that. Yeah, I, mean, I I get it. I mean, that's see, that's not that's not a wild thing to say though. So yeah, no, I, no, I mean, not. that's a valiant law. <laughs> like, I'm not going to say Buffalo is going to beat us by like fifty or anything. Like, wow, that's but, not. Gonna but no, so so okay, all right. That's just that's what I was. Yeah, asking. I mean, okay. that's that's a that's a realistic thing. Diego, what do you do, think? If, if oh. they do make it past Buffalo, I'm I, no Super Bowl. Oh, it's Super Bowl. It's Super Bowl. I'm, okay, I'm not going to say Super Bowl, but I can see AFC championship. Okay. Okay. So if by some act of God they get past Buffalo, I can see AFC it, championship. But then that's the cap. That's the ceiling. It doesn't go past the AFC championship. Mac doesn't break the record for the first quarterback to go to the Super Bowl. Because he, I'm, oh, I'm playing realistic. I'm I'm thinking realistically here of all the playoff matches. No, that's what we're looking for. We're all very realistic. Because I'm going to take if we let's 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 play let's play a little what if let's say we beat Buffalo. Okay. Yo, yay, yes. we beat Buffalo. And then everything that's supposed to happen in the AFC happens. Yes. We get Tennessee, we can beat Tennessee. Yes, Derek Henry yes. might be there, but we can we can beat Tennessee. We already that. proved it. We already proved yep. it this year that we could spank yep. these guys. Yeah. Yep. And they still ran for like 200 yards. We still beat them pretty handily. So yep. and let's say Cincinnati beats Vegas and Kansas City. Well, Kansas City is going to smoke Pittsburgh regardless. Yeah. No matter what yeah. reality. Pittsburgh is. is a waste of a playoff spot. Like, yeah, exactly. Let's, exactly, let's, exactly. let's all agree on that. Shouldn't even be them, you know. Shout out no. Brandon Staley for being a moron. Um, but I don't think that was a bad uh, call. But that's us in Kansas City. Us call. in Kansas City AFC Championship game going to Arrowhead. That's that's tough. Even with even that's tough. tough. But the I don't know. We can do, so I, know, I, know we did, I know we did it once. I don't know if we can do it again. Hell, we I love it. I I want it. I want it with Brian Hoyer. Brian Hoyer almost got the dub in Arrowhead. How does that happen? I want it. I want. I want the Chiefs in Arrowhead to go to the Super Bowl. I want it because I think the Patriots are going to beat them. Go there, but Diego. I mean, um, yeah, Diego, you're up, Maddie. Barry. I mean, that that makes sense. Insightful. Going on the road against the Bills. Who knows what's going to happen? So you think at the very at the max, AFC Championship is their cap, correct? Yeah. At the okay. Max, but I don't see the max even being a possibility. If I'm Diego, pour some sense. sugar on me. Diego, all you. <laughs> um, I mean, I think there's two very realistic scenarios here. I think number one could be. Um, the Patriots, I think that the key to beating the Bills at this upcoming playoff game is having a hot start on the first quarter. I think if we dick around and wait until the second half to come back, mm-hmm. it's going to be a very close and contested game. I'm, I'm going to go in the positive direction here, and I think the Patriots can do it. I think the Patriots will do it. Um, like it. There will be, there will be challenged glad. to play a different way that they have played before. So I'm looking forward to that. With that being said, I think if we see the Bengals go off against Vegas, I think our I think our run stops at the AFC Championship game because it will probably be us against the Bengals. And you think the Bengals are going to win? I think our difficulty. I mean, it's Joe Burrow, man. Yeah, Sorry, but Bill. Bill against, I know it's Bill Joe against, Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> Bill, Bill against I think, young quarterbacks. Come on now. 
I think I think with the Bengals we have way too many concerns there. So that could be that could be an issue there. I think there's two there's way too many variables to be played in the AFC. Um, I think in the AFC the picture is not as clear as it is in the NFC for a Super Bowl contender. So therefore there's a lot of variables to be played. Can the Patriots do it? Yeah, I mean if they're if they're able to laser focus and, and lock down on their on their game, yeah, they can do it. They could be Super Bowl bound. No, no questions. They could probably be going on a Super Bowl game against the Packers, if if I'm being honest. You know, and and listen, I, I don't know where Mike is getting this belief that I hate Mac Jones, considering that I, I don't know if you ever watched our Twitch stream when we had the draft. I was actually the very first one that stuck out and said, give this kid a fucking chance before you shut him down. And Maddie was there. Maddie was there. Jones and now Chris, look what happened. Now Chris you're not Jones bought in there. on him. You think no, that you I, think I he's say, a bum in say, short order. Nope. I didn't say that wasn't bought in. I'm saying that's that what I'm I heard. New, nope. Well, you, you might want to run the tape again on this because I said I'm you did say that on. because that because then I went at Maddie B and I said, oh, you're not bought in. And then you said you said the same thing. You I said don't like was, Mac. It's fine. It's fine. You know why? I nope. think because Mac spelt backwards that Cam, I was, and you guys like him too much. Nope. Nope, nothing to do with that. And I just love that Kim's Kim Newton's name just can't seem to get out of your mouth like a big well, actually I can't say that. Rated R. He show. left a bad taste uh, in my mouth. I don't know what to say. I want to see what he can do on, on year two. I want to see his growth. So again, I'm all for Matt going to the Super Bowl. Absolutely. So Diego, where did so where'd you leave out? What do you actually think is gonna happen? You think they're gonna get bounced by the Bills? No, I think we could win it. I think we could win it. So how far you do you think we'll get in, or do you think we will? Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. that's said, the question. I said that I will go in the positive route, and I'll say that the Patriots can't can get out of this victorious. All right, so uh, Diego, Maddie, thank you guys very much for coming on Tuck Rule Takes. Um, thank you. Thank you. See, See you guys. later, homies. All right, Liam. <laughs> Buddy, okay, friends, ladies and gentlemen, Tuck Rule Takes has started now. Okay. Yeah, um, I'm sorry. Let me just let me just get everything out of the way. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Tuck Rule Takes. I am Mike Sullivan. With me, as always, my Patriots life partner. He's rocking the tank top. He's got the muscles. The traps are out today, guys. Liam McDade, how the fuck are you doing? Oh, I am living now. I am. I have so much to talk about. We got awards to dish out here. My friend, we have awards. I do want to say thank you to Diego and Maddie B for coming on. Um, you know, we we always like to have guests. So very nice of them to come on, give their opinions, their wrong opinions about Mac Jones. Um, I know that I was kind of irking them a little bit about the Mac Jones stuff. Anyways, though, what what Liam and I are here to do, we're here to do two things. We have some end of season awards for you guys. Okay. And then um, I think Liam... Up. If if you are, I'm so fired up right now. I think if you are down for it, I think we can maybe even give a little preview for the Bills game if you want. I don't know if I'm that's down. something that you'd want to. I mean, if that's something you'd want to do. Um, but again, I do want to say thank you to Maddie and Diego. Also, thank you to Shocked Energy. Um, I know, I, I think Shocked Energy has been with us for what, like the last four or five weeks, I think. Um, go to shockedenergy.com, CGSN. You get 10% off that watermelon box that we all like. Oh. Um, I will, I. I don't know what happened. So I ordered shocked energy. I think they sent it to the wrong place because my address in Florida ship does not worldwide. get things. Yeah. Yeah. They ship worldwide except to my address. Anybody else that orders it, it will get right to you. Um, go order it there. Uh, we do get a little bit, a little, uh, a little, a little, you know, pat on the back for that. So please go there. CGSN at checkout 10% off. Uh, Liam, end of season awards. Are you ready? I'm so psyched up. I'm juiced up and I'm sitting in a puddle. I think... I think we will start at 
you know, let's let's kind of start a little somber. Least valuable player. See, I think that's a good place to start because if we don't have the same answer here, <laughs> there is one obvious pick yes. that I didn't pick. I mean, <laughs> you didn't take. I didn't take him. Oh, okay. you you go, you go. I mean, it's clear cut. You had to reach for your other option because you knew this was a given. I you didn't. knew I was yep. coming to the show saying yep. this name. Only the person that we've bitched about more than the Kardashians have bitched about jo- lost jewelry. Uh, that give it to would me. be Nikhil Reginald Harry out of the Arizona State University. Uh, uh, he has uh, been hands down, far and away, the least valuable player. My, I'm not even going to say my runner-up because it wasn't close. It was only Nikhil Harry. He was the only <laughs> option for square one. I, I had to think about all these except for this one. I took one look at this, and I was like, no brainer. It's a given. If we had yep. a backup punter, he would still be more valuable than Nikhil Harry. I there's really not a whole lot to say. I mean, he's, he's incapable of everything. He can't catch his footwork's ass. The only thing he can do is block. And that's not what he's supposed to do with his position. Wide receivers. It's fine. If you don't block, as long as you make big plays, like DK Metcalf is the only receiver who blocks. And that's because he's a meat house. All the other ones are just out there to catch passes. Hell, Jimmy Graham was a tight end. He didn't even block because he was out there catching passes. God, no. That gets looked aside as long as you can catch passes. Now we're reaching for that as his only strength. No, this guy's terrible. He truly is a detriment to the game. When Nikhil is on the offense in the game, I know bad things are going to happen. He is the curse to this Patriots team. The least valuable player far and away. It's not close. It's Nikhil Harry. This guy has to be gone. I would give him up for anything. In fact, I would pay money to get rid of him. I would pack his clothes, buy him his plane ticket, and I would hire Secret Service to make sure he gets to his destination. And then God knows I'll leave him out in the middle of it. And then kill him. Forever. Yeah, something. <laughs> Just get get him far, far away from this team. He's truly atrocious. I, I, I could go on all day about how much I hate him, but just the mere mention of it makes my hoo-ha shrivel up. Yeah, no. So so that was going to be my pick, but just I knew I knew you were going to pick him. Like, I mean, let's just be honest. It's, it's the clear choice. The guy is useless. Like, yes, I get that he blocks, but he's, um, do you think kind of a Nikhil Harry type question? Do you think he starts against Buffalo or do you think Wilkerson does? I mean, it has to kind of be Wilkerson has to be Wilkerson, right? I, I wouldn't be surprised if they give like one more Hail Mary, even though I thought his Hail Mary was the last Bills game when he fucked the whole game up. If they give him one more Hail Mary, I'd be surprised, but I wouldn't be stunned, I guess. But if I if I'm the coach, this guy's not sniffing the field. He's in the back room with the people who inflate footballs. He's watching this on a TV from the stadium. Deflate footballs, you mean? Yes, deflate footballs. Yeah, deflate, deflate. We don't inflate. We deflate. No, but no. yeah, no. So this guy isn't anywhere near the field. I want to know something funny about yeah. Nikhil Harry. Nikhil Harry on his career, fifty-seven receptions, five hundred and ninety-eight yards, four touchdowns. Kendrick Bourne has had a better year this year. Jacoby yeah. Myers has had a better year this year. Nelson Aguilar, who didn't even play the whole year, has almost had a better year this season. Yeah. It is. He is an embarrassment to the position. He's an embarrassment to the sport. Um, I think that I think Wilkerson has to start. Um, yeah, I think Nikhil Harry, that's the 
that's the pick. So, so that was going to be my first one. So I, I agree with you there. So I did have to stretch. Cause I was like, you know what? I know that Liam's going to pick him because we are an anti Nikhil Harry um, podcast, least valuable player. I'm going on strictly value chase Winovich. That's a good one. Least right. valuable player. That Thank you. Cr- that he's so irrelevant. He didn't cross my mind. That's I didn't just think of it. it. So wow, that's with, crazy. the thing with Chase Winovich, we all saw last year. He had the he had the lot. Who who is your runner up? By the way, if 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 you have more than one, by the way, throw him out because I got I, I got depending. I, I was reaching for my number two here because I just thought he was underutilized. But I was going to say John O. Smith. I yeah, like, yeah. I just because uh, of the money, just because of the money, uh, we gave him so much money, and all he did was yep. block. So it's like that's yep. why yep. I was gonna put him in there because I love the guy, and I still think he's gonna have that big game in the playoffs. Hopefully, but yep. but no, hopefully, I think he, I truly believe in my heart of hearts and that black hole that pumps blood, tequila, and acid through my veins. That thing believes Johnny Smith's gonna have a good game. But yeah, no, just for the huge contract we gave him. Fuck, he was the first free agent we got. We forked out big bucks for him, and, you know, he's just... He was the first free agent, wasn't he? Yeah, shit, I forgot about that. Uh, Yeah, no, see, I... I, So, he crossed my mind for a couple of these um, categories we got going on, but I just... I just couldn't do it. I think just because I like him too much. So too. yeah, I put so I put I put Chase in there. Chase Winovich. That's we all thought that he was going to be last year, right? He had you know the long flowing locks. He looked like Thor out there on the field. He was flying down there. Yeah, sure, he missed his assignment a couple of times, but you know he was a rookie. It is what it is, right? We all thought he was going to take the next step. He was going to be you know the big guy. Everything. He missed all of the preseason. Uh, some sort of injury. It escapes me what it was. Probably a leg injury or something. But he missed all of the preseason and he has done nothing. There was a stretch where I think it was three or four games or three games, zero defensive snaps. I don't think I think he from what we thought he was going to be. I thought he was going to be the next Rob Minkovich. And I think I said this last podcast. I thought he was going to be, you know, kind of the kind of like the cult hero, like the cult following, you know, people outside New England knew about him, you know, oh yeah, he's a solid player. People in New England would love him, all that stuff. I think he's gone at the end of the year. Um, I think from There's what, no reason to keep him. No reason. From what we, from what we thought he was going to be, from what he showed last year to this year, strictly least valuable player, he's, he brings zero value to this team. Not, his, not his worst as Nikhil I, I reached and found one for Nikhil, which is blocking. Like, he has something, and it's not Exactly, useful. but it's what does Chase have? Better. What does he have? Nothing. What does Chase Winnipeg have? He's so irrelevant, it didn't cross my mind. That's how irrelevant he was. No, it, and that's just it. He, he should be more, and I know he played a lot last game because uh, Hightower was out. He doesn't do anything on the field, so Chase Winovich, he's didn't my least valuable plays. player. Yeah, that's it. He's he's my LVP. Um, you want to wow. pick the next one? You want me to pick? I would it? love to pick the next one. Pick it, pick it, pick it, pick it. Let me peruse my list here. Let, um, let's switch it up. Let's go with the kind of an upbeat one. Okay. Give me your most consistent player. Ooh, ooh. Okay. So most consistent. So okay. For this one, I do have two. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna wow. give you my number one. Um, my first one. Kind of all reliable. He kind of um, he kind of took the spot of a of another um, probably the uh, a Patriots favorite who left uh, last season. I picked Jacoby Myers. Did you pick him? No. I, I, okay. I literally up until the second letter, I thought you were going to take the my guy. Ah shit. Okay, so I picked Jacoby Myers. Jacoby Myers. Um, he only three games this year was he under forty yards receiving. 
I know 40 yards receiving doesn't sound like a lot, but the fact that he's catching at least 40, 50, 60, 70, 80, however many yards, just consistent. And not just, not just with statistics, he was just always there. It seemed like, especially as the year progressed, he was just like, you know, Max looking for someone on third down. He's scrambling something like that. It's Jacoby Myers. He makes the tough catches. He makes the catches that remind me of Julian Edelman, remind me of Wes Welker, Danny Amendola. He makes those plays that he catches it. And it's like, how the fuck did he hold on to that? Like he just got nailed. And again, most consistent, he's not, he's not going to, you know, he's not going to blow, blow your mind with the plays he makes, but just, He's just always there. You can always count on him. You know, he's always going to put in the effort. He's always, he no, no days off, no plays off. I think Jacoby Myers was my number one. Um, my, my number two. Hold on. Hold on. I want to speak on Jacoby because he wandered yeah, into yours. my mind for a second. I bet he did. But, but I just, I, I thought of all the drops he had, which there weren't many, but like there were some big ah, ones. But like there on, were the some. Left, yeah. on the left okay. sideline against Buffalo, when we really needed a catch on third and long, he had it. He was right on the sideline, back shoulder, tough, tough ball to get, but it was there. He should have had it. He dropped it. He had a couple of other kind of like key drops. And I thought, I was like, that is not consistent for a wide receiver. If he's going to have his job is to catch the ball catch the fucking ball but his numbers are great he you're you're right he was the model of consistency for a slot receiver and honestly i think one of the better slot receivers in the league most teams don't utilize them but there's a hefty amount that do so i I like that i just wanted my little piece on jacoby there yeah okay yeah i mean i i I, fuck i forgot about that play um but still i'm still kind of drop kind of generalizing i think jacoby myers he is the he's the consistent guy for this offense uh, my, my, wait, do you want to give it how many consistent guys do you have? Just one, just one. So, okay, yeah, so say you're second. And then okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you, um, pretty straightforward. Damian Harris. Yeah. That's Was that yours? No. But okay. Damian Har- now again, his, his like statistical statistically, not always consistent that way, but I'm just talking when he would split time with, with Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris, you get him the ball. He's going to get you three or four yards. Yep. Most of the time. Again, it's not, it's not a hundred percent. Even That's when they split carries most of the game, he would still have a great game with half He's always doing something. I mean, he, he had, I think, what did he, what did he end with? 15, um, 15, 15 touchdowns. Yeah. So yep. I think he was like third or fourth, I believe. Uh, he was second. He was like, yeah, he was second because he was only behind uh, Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. So yeah, I think Damian Harris, he is going to be, he's going to be important in this Buffalo game. I think he is extremely consistent. He, he doesn't, you don't normally say his name about, you know, messing up. You know what I mean? Except I, like, for in I week don't, one. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't want to bring why it he up. Wasn't, that's why he wasn't your first pick was because he missed a couple that's games. Why. He, that's he exactly fumbled why. That's exactly Yep. Yep. Yeah. And, and yeah, he did miss a couple games as well, but still, it's just, you hand the ball off to Damian Harris. You just kind of assume like, all right, he's not, nothing bad is going to happen. At least, yes. you know, there's yep. not going to be anything bad. You know, it kind of this. And that's why the same thing when the ball gets thrown to Jacoby Myers, he's going to try to get the ball. He's yeah. probably going to get it. He's going to fight for it. He's going to hold on to it. So those are my two most uh, consistent Patriots this season. Jacoby Myers, number one, and Damian Harris, a pretty distant number two, but number two. All right. Oh, what do you got? What do you here. got? Oh, my most consistent player is Mr. INT. Oh, give it to me. Okay. All I need to say is he is second in picks 
in the league this year and was last year, which is so difficult to do. If you look at who was number one last year, it was Xavier Howard down in Miami. Number one this year is Mm -hmm. Diggs in that terrible hellhole we call Dallas. (laughs) Where's where's Xavier Harris this year? He's not in the top five. Where's Stefan Diggs last year? He wasn't in the top five. For somebody to be number two, and very well could have been number one last year, just barely missed out on it. But to consistently be at the top of the list and not even at the top, like top five, he is in the top two in two straight years. There's a reason he's called Mr. INT. This mm-hmm. guy's going out there. He's taking the ball away. Now you can poke holes in my argument with multiple dropped interceptions. He could have been True. leading this list. He dropped two against the last Buffalo game. And that drove me crazy. But God damn it, if he's still not making these big plays, I think he basically set the tone for the season with that Josh or Sam Darnold pick six earlier in the season. That, ah. kicked, that kicked off a run for the Patriots that we were marveled at. So I think he's he, he was far and away the most consistent player for me. I can't think of another time in history where a dude has been second or first back-to-back years interceptions wise i'm sure there has been but none that i put to memory anyway just the model of consistency for me we got to give this man the bag yeah no i i love that one i love that one i didn't even so i wasn't even thinking about jc jackson i don't i don't know why i think just because i don't know maybe because he is just so consistent i think that might be it (laughs) i just wasn't thinking about if if you're so consistent it slips the mind because you're like you know it just they they don't come up if you don't hear a corner's name that usually means they're really good yeah and 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 that's it so the thing with jc jackson and i i i want to take like the players you you say and kind of like ask a question about him you think he what do you think happens with him in the off season. Uh, Cause he is, he, he's, he's done. He's done after this year. Do you think he comes back on the franchise tag? What do you think? Knowing how crude the Patriots are, I don't think they resign him. But if I was running this team, I'd give them anything they want. I'd hand them a blank check. Be like, fill that out, whatever you feel necessary. And then I'll throw you another 200 K on top of it. Like whatever you want, just fill that out. It's all you He's still young. The shelf life for corners that I'm always worried about. I'm not worried about with this guy. No, 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 not at all. He's young. Yep. And and we could probably trade him for high value in his last two years of the a four-year deal that we give him. I I would give him anything he wants, but knowing the straight shooting Patriots, I I wouldn't be surprised. And in fact, I don't think they will do it. Uh, I think, or I guess more of a hope. I would assume they franchise tag him just because I don't think from now to the beginning of the season, I don't think they'll get a deal worked out. Um, they franchise tag him pie in the sky. I hope they sign him midway through the year. They sign him to like, you know, a four year or a three year deal or something. Um, you know, make them because if he starts they, playing like this next year. They have to. Yeah. Oh yeah. They have to, because I think what, what allowed Belichick to like go a Gilmore. I think we talked about it before. Is that the fact that they had JC Jackson? They don't have anybody behind Jay. Well, not, they don't have anybody, but they don't have anybody. They like have Miles they did Bryant. Before. Come on, pull your head they out have, of your they, ass. I love Miles. I didn't put Miles Bryant down for a bit. I might have to bring him up. Um, but yeah, so Are I hear honorable mention. I think, um, oh, I think the, the next category I'm going to bring up, I feel like might be a little longer because I think it's going to make, it, it'll make sense, but yeah, I don't know. I hope they bring him back. I hope he's, he stays here long-term. He seems to like it here. Um, 
I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. But yeah, I I didn't even think of JC Jackson for most consistent player. Get he has that. been. He has been. I mean, he's been he he's been great. The model of um, consistency. So my next one, I'm going to bring up. Um, I, I figure we'll kind of go back and forth. You me, you me. So this one, in this one, I think it'll it'll end up being. Uh, we'll we'll talk about a lot more players than the ones that we brought up. Best off season edition. Ooh. Yeah. 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 So I will, um, I will, I will take the reins here. Um, this guy, when, when we got him, I feel like, uh, I, I feel like I'm giving like a wedding toast where I'm like, yeah, listen, yeah. man, this guy, when, uh, God, when I met him, so, this yeah, guy. so I'm going to, I'm going to keep you in suspense until I say his name. So this guy, when we got him from this team, yes. when we got him, um, you know, a know lot of this people, a lot, a lot of people, I don't, I don't know if you do. A lot of people were, a lot of people were kind of questionable about him. You know, they were like, I don't know how much he's going to produce. You know, he's, uh, he's, he's, he's from the West coast. I'm not oh, really sure. Fuck. Yeah. See, I know I threw you off with that. Um, I think I know who you, who you thought I was going to say. He was oh. from the West coast. He's coming from a team. I don't really know what he does. You know, he, yeah, sure. He's quick. I don't know what he does. Kendrick Bourne, ladies and gentlemen, I think. Is the best offseason edition. I know the obvious answer. I know what the obvious answer is. And that player is on defense. But I just, and by the way, the offseason editions, I'm, I, I want to break it up into two parts. I'm going to spring this on you right now. We're going to say offseason signings and offseason through the draft. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. So I think Kendrick Ford, I think he, as the season progressed, he he's kind of become the number one receiver. You think about yeah. it. Oh, far I mean, away. he's, yeah, he's yeah. put up, let me see. I, I put the stats here. He 55 catches for weird, exactly 800 yards. Strange. Uh, five touchdowns, jet sweeps. We've talked about it a couple weeks ago. Unstoppable. When you have a jet rushes sweep. for 125 yards. Give me that all day. Um, Kendrick Bourne. It's, it, it may not be the most flashy one, statistically the greatest one, but I think him in this offense, he is a he has become one of the most crucial roles in this offense. I'm going Kendrick Bourne. I love I love Kendrick Bourne. I like it. I like it. Yeah, I have him for a different category, which we'll get to later. <laughs> so this one here, it's tough. When we split it, if we're splitting it the way you said between the draft and signings or trades or offseason mm-hmm. like that, mm-hmm. that's tough because I had two guys. Both of them were signings. Um, so I'll just pick one ahead of the other and use the other one as an honorable mention. I guess you're going to make me say it. You're going to make me go with the guy who I thought you were going to go with. Say it. It's got to be Matthew Judon. I mean, yes. he, yep. he is the man on this team. Disgusting, disgusting, terrifying human being of a man. I have never seen a player come in and just make an immediate impact like this guy. Like in the first four games, this guy was balling out of control and he was able to keep that pace basically throughout the whole year. He was really, really good finished with 12 and a half sacks, which is below the number that I wanted, but God, damn it, I, I was reaching, I was reaching because I thought this man's potential is through the roof and it still really is. He is a f- absolutely fantastic player played every single fucking game for us he he's the ultimate difference maker and i didn't think defensive ends could make a difference in the modern nfl anymore it seems like a position where it's just kind of defense doesn't matter and now edge rushers don't exactly matter because quarterbacks get the ball out so fast and all the rules cater to the quarterbacks you can't hit them 
this guy made me excited to see guys go get quarterbacks. No, Matt. I have been this excited yeah. to watch a pass rusher since uh, since Jason Taylor. I haven't been as excited to see a pass rusher since Jason Taylor, and it's just blew me away. This guy truly stunning. Jason, that's 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 a big compliment. Jason Taylor was awesome. Um, yeah, Matt Judon. I think he he was and the he was he was the obvious pick. Awesome. He used to kill Tom Brady too. He did. Yeah, he did. He did. Yeah. But yeah, Matt. Matt Judon, I think uh, he just uh, everything, even even off the field, even in his press conferences, he just he he sounds he sounds like a patriot. He came here, and people forget. Well, people might not forget, but they don't remember the, as the first thing. He came from the Ravens. Yep, like Our sworn enemy, the Ravens, and he and he <laughs> loves it. He signed here willingly, signed with the the evil empire, if you will. Damn right, Evil Empire. Yeah, Matt, you and I—I think that's that—that's far and away the, the the correct answer. Who who is your who is your number two? So it was Hunter Henry, man. I mean, nine touchdowns, leading all tight ends. I talked about it earlier in this podcast. Leading all tight ends and touchdowns in the season. I did not expect this kind of impact. I loved him. I, he used to make me so much money last year betting on him. I would just bet Hunter Henry four catches every game, and he would cash in for me because Justin Herbert loved to air the ball out. But he's just so reliable. He's mm-hmm. uh, a dumbed-down version of Gronk, which is crazy to say because Gronk's an idiot anyway. But like he he is – and that's an ultimate compliment because Gronk's the second greatest tight end ever. And it's like if you're just a slightly lesser version, then you're still spectacular. And he just became a red zone target, multiple two-touchdown mm-hmm. games. Obviously, with touchdown numbers like that, you got to catch a couple in a game. But he was – max security blanket many times over the middle he's looking for hunter and he he encompassed johnny smith's role and his own role and took it in stride and put points on the board for us Mm -hmm. yeah hunter hunter henry man i'm he he signed for he signed for four years right i believe four years god yeah couldn't sign for enough to see 10 i'm excited to to kind of to kind of go back to what Fucking Diego and Maddie were saying, I'm excited to see Mac Jones the next couple of years with Hunter. Yeah. Oh, because 100%. just to see him progress with them, um, I, I I think I think it's gonna be awesome. I think it's gonna be awesome. He the has a solid so good early. It's yeah, almost it, scary. Like, could he catch more than nine touchdowns next season or the season after? I don't like, see why not. I don't hell, see why not. If Mac takes the sophomore slump, which you know, I don't believe it could will happen, but it so, could. No but it could. So let's say Hunter catches six next year. Who's to say the next year after that, he doesn't catch 11 or nine again, or a 10, anything like exactly. that. Like if this is the starting bar where they're just getting their chemistry down, Pat, he didn't do a whole lot. The first four games either nope. for him to come on so hard late in the season and finish with nine tubs could put up big, like Tony Gonzalez type numbers. I would, I would love to see. And by the way, we were, we were kind of texting about it a couple of days ago. Tight end numbers are down severely right now. Yeah. I think recently it's been 18, 19. That's been your, your highest touchdown numbers for a tight end right now. It's what nine, right? Isn't it? Yeah. Nine, or ten? Yeah, nine. nine and that's Hunter nine Henry. Was the most. So yeah, no, that's uh that's that that's wild. Yeah. Hunter Crazy. Henry didn't even think about him. So, so, you know, since, since we're on the, the Patriots off season additions, um, who do you think? Well, actually, no, you know what? I kind of want to bring up someone else. Um, I don't, 
I don't know all of his stats and everything, but it seems like he's doing a lot. Uh, Devin Godshow. Godshow. How the fuck do you say Godshow. Godshow. God damn it. Um, the God this show. guy pleasantly, pleasantly surprised by him. Very pleasantly surprised. He came from the Jets. Yep. Um, you know, people people said that he was, you know, he's he's a big body. He can, you know, block up the middle and everything on the D-line. Uh, it just seems like he's always doing the right thing. You know, he's always, he's always, he's always making plays. You know, I think, and I think that just kind of goes to show that Belichick can take these, these, you know, pl- minor players or whatever players from other teams, and he can kind of plug them in and just be like, hey, I'm going to put, you know, I'm going to put, you know, a Jets starter as you know kind of a, a backup starting role kind of pseudo role there and he's going to come out and just make plays um yeah. you know i think I, I think he's he's a great addition as well i mean you got and then people always forget kyle vanoy came back this year damn right he did Fuck my man yeah, he did. my man i don't yeah. know i uh, kyle that vanoy dude, is awesome that dude must have the patriots logo on the ground in his garage that dude just Love loves the patriots Love him. Love Kyle Vanoy. Um, so uh, I did want to ask you what what other what other additions d- did you really like other than the ones that you brought up or um, or a draft, whatever you want to talk about. So let's jump into the draft here. And it's so easy to go with Mac Jones. Like it would be I, I didn't yeah. put Mac Jones for any of these awards. Me neither. Me neither. It, because get oh, dude, it's that gives us it's a given. Yeah. Thank oh, and I love it. You. It doesn't even it. seem like he's a oh, fuck. Yeah. OK, yeah. sorry. OK, because it, 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 it was so obvious. It's like. Why, why would I be giving a five-year vet any of these? Oh, wait, no. it's uh, Oh, okay. shit, he's a rook. Yeah, he's like, a rook. Shit. It's like uh, we're not going to do, like, best rookie player because it's obviously the quarterback that led us to the playoffs. So so it, to avoid just speaking when un, not necessary, my best offseason addition throughout the draft, Christian Barmore right now, God, 46 tackles, one and a half sacks, 23 assisted tackles. He's out there making easy impacts. Him and Godshow were two just locked down, stop the stuff the middle. Well, Lawrence Guy got involved in there too. Patriots defense was stellar Lawrence because Guy. of the I interior pressure. Yeah. Me too. And those guys were the big staples for it. And once again, Billy B, he's just doesn't even draft he's not he's not looking at other schools he just calls up nick saban he's like who do you got who could i use he's like well our quarterback's pretty good all right we'll take him who else you got any other throw-ins They're like yeah i mean we got like this christian barmore guy he's pretty all right what position no he's a defensive tackle you love him billy all right, i guess we'll take him bring him over like yeah whatever i'm sure i could use him somewhere and he comes over and bill's just like saban was right Shit. Beast. He's yeah. a, um, I get I and this is this is probably the biggest compliment I can give Barmore. I get Will Fork five from him. Yeah. I get those like type early of Will like, Fork fives when you're like this guy dominant. Really he's busting through double team. And by the way, his injury, uh everything came back negative. Yeah, um the, the Patriots didn't practice today, but if they did, they had like the simulated practice thing, he would have been limited. So he's 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 technically Good. back practicing somehow. So hopefully he comes back. Yeah, Barmore. And again, I can't, I can't actually, you know what? I, I can't pick one person because I haven't picked for another thing. So you know what? Fuck it. I'll say it. I'll pick Mac Jones. That, that'll be my right. second one. You know, right. um, I mean, biggest addition. Let's he's valid let's, for basically all of these. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I know that some people might not be sold on him. Um, but Apparently. I think he 
I, I mean, dude, what can you say? He threw for almost 4,000 yards, 22 touchdowns, 13 picks. Like, yeah, 13 picks. Oh, no. Some of them weren't his fault, whatever. Like if you, if you, yeah, you know, if you give him all the ones that were actually his fault, he's probably in single digits, but whatever. The guy, the guy looks composed all the time. He makes his rookie mistakes, but it doesn't, it, it doesn't seem like anything that lingers with him. I mean, Mac Jones, I, it, it's tough not to put him on this list. Mac Jones yeah. is going to be the quarterback for the next 10, 15 years. I'm excited about it. Locked in. Mac Jones, I think um, he's kind of the cheat code. He is the biggest offseason addition in the last maybe since uh, maybe since Randy Moss, since Revis, maybe like talking like biggest, like like impact players, right? I don't that's know. Huge. I mean, that's a lot I'm, of impact. I'm just thinking because he's he God, the guy's so good. And like, I get that he's a rookie. He makes his mistakes. I'm not, I'm not absolving him from his mistakes, but I mean, he just, he, he's got a good head on his shoulders. It seems like, um, you know, everybody has nothing but good things to say about him. You know, you don't have to worry about his, his athletic ability dwindling. You brought this up earlier, everything he's doing, he's doing just reading the defenses from the pocket for the most part. In fact, I'd like to see him run a little bit more. Um, but yeah, no, Mac Jones, he'd, he'd be my other offseason addition. Um, but everybody's showing up, dude. Jalen Mills, uh, Dietrich Wise got signed this offseason. Yep. People forget that. He was on the team last year, but he got re-signed. He's doing well. Kyle Van Oy, Um, I feel like I'm missing some people, Jamie but I can't Collins. even think of them. Jamie Collins. Jamie brought Collins. him back. Forgot that about Jamie so Collins. so because he, you're like, oh, he's been on the team the last five years. No, that it, he laughed. No, he he bounced out, around. Got, it, got his money, and he came back. Good for him. Good for him. But yeah, that was uh so yeah, great anyway. great offseason additions. Um okay, next one, you pick. What do you got? <sighs> do, 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 Biggest surprise. Who were you surprised by? Okay, let's see. Um you go first. You want you, you want to go first? You want me to go first? Yeah, I'll take it. So I had your man. And there's not a whole lot to say here because we already talked about him. Kendrick Bourne, I did not expect him to have an impact like this. I thought no one did. Nelson Aguilar would be much more relied on with him being a mm-hmm. short, mostly short receiver guy and being able to go deep. But Kendrick Bourne caught just as much, if not more, deep passes. We already read off his stats, but he was uh, he was a big play guy for us, more consistent, stayed on the field more than Nelly did. And I just had my my hesitations, I guess. I, I expressed this when we talked very early in our, our career, in our, uh, matrimon- <laughs> in our matrimony together, that I was hesitant because he was a number one receiver for mm-hmm. a team that went to the Super Bowl, but Jimmy G didn't pass the ball a lot. They were a very run-heavy team. I imagine it would be something similar this year. We basically saw a similar outline, but I just I wasn't impressed with him when he went to the Super Bowl. But he proved me wrong. He's a big play kind of guy. That touchdown against the Cowboys sealed it for me. I'm like, this dude can take the top off a team. He had that beautiful touchdown against the Saints, too, where he plucks it out of the dude's hand, toe taps the uh, sideline, sticks uh, it over, and then he points at the ref. He's like, you know what? I, I forgot that. about that. I forgot so about swag. that play. Just so much swag in him. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, if he's going to do stuff like that, then I'm going to have to love him. Like, I'd get this man's tattooed on my arm. I absolutely love what I've seen from him. I'm sold. I'm in. I was so hesitant. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, and again, yeah, I think, I think, I think a lot of people were hesitant. I mean, again, it kind of, like you said, we brought it up. It was like, you know, what's going on with them, blah, 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 what's happening. But yeah, Kendrick Bourne. Awesome. Um, biggest surprise for me. 
Um, I'm going to go kind of just for, for how I've seen like this position go with Damian Harris, like last year, I'm going to go Ramondre biggest Ooh. surprise for me because yeah, yeah I surprise. know, I know he did all those crazy. He had that 99 yard run in the, in the preseason, all that yep. stuff. But you know, let's just, let's just kind of be honest. What happens with running backs in this system? They normally red shirt or they don't play that much. A la Damian Harris. Like I was saying last year, Ramondre Stevenson had or, or Ramondre Stevenson or I said Ramondre. Ramondre. I have a, yeah, my little accents back. Um, but yeah, he Stevenson is he he's he's your your one B running back with Damian Harris. Yeah. So I think him, I mean, everything from, you know, I remember when the season started, when you know you had the running backs coach, you had everybody, ah, you know, he's got a lot to learn. You know, he's got this and that he's got to yeah. figure out, you know, it's not just about running. It's not just about this. It's not just about that. Ramondre Stevenson has, has excelled more than I thought he would. He's picking up blitzes. He's reading things. He can catch when he has to as well. Um, he's, I, I don't know. I'm very pleasantly surprised and I love Damian Harris, but every time Stevenson's on the field, I'm like, Ooh, shit's about to happen. Yeah, like I'm not worried at all that our number one running backs off the field. It's like this guy's just as capable. In fact, he's almost more of a big play magnet. Uh, I mean, Damian Harris had that long run against the Bills, but for the most part, he's a punch it in at the goal line, wear you down. He'll get many like 10 yard runs. Ramondre can go the distance at any point. His season stats are great 4.6 yards for. Per carry, I'll take that all day. Oh, Six, 600 yards as a backup behind Damian Harris, who was just shy of a 1,000. Had about 70 less carries than Damian Harris, but still 300 yards less than him is pretty crazy. And then the five touchdowns, which most of it came when um, Harris was out. But mm-hmm. still, he just stepped right in. Classic Patriots thing. It's next man up. I don't expect a drop in production at all, Ramondre. I don't care if Damian Harris is out. For two games, <laughs> one game, one snap, or one season, you're coming in here and you're doing the exact same thing he can do, and he did that. Yeah, I think with with him, like you said, it seems like when he's in the game, it's like, sure, Harris grinds you down. He's yes. like, I had him for my most consistent three or four yards per game, or you know, per run. But it seems like when Stevenson's in there, it's just it it's different. It does seem like he busts out like eight or nine yard runs a little bit more. Yeah. You know, and I don't know if that's him, if that's just the play. Like, I'm not savvy enough to know what the hell it is. But no, Steven said when he's in there, like it, the the chance for a big play, like like it, you got to look out if you're a defense. I don't know. I think that Stevenson is. I I can't wait to see them run all over Buffalo next year. Yeah. Oh, because we have all the tools. We got two headed monster that is going to hurt you. Glasses back on. Yeah, no, we got we got everybody. We got, <laughs> oh, it's well. You now. see, so okay, I took my glasses off. I had this dumbass little line. I don't know if you can see it. It's very weird. I don't Unibrow? know what it is. Yeah, I, it's like a unibrow with just like a line there. So I'm gonna put the glasses back on. Um, but yeah, um, I think I don't know. I I think Stevenson Stevenson is going going to come up big in the playoffs this year and moving forward. And I think that that makes it so if you want to trade Damian Harris or if you want, like you, you just have more flexibility now yeah. back there, which, you know, I think is important. So biggest surprise, Ramondre Stevenson. That's my guy right there. Big it. Dre Dre. Dre Day. All right. So I went last time you picked the next one. Well, no. Who's your biggest surprise? Oh, no. Said, oh, no. Kendrick you Bourne. said Kendrick Bourne. Yeah. Oh, God. Okay. Let's go. Um, 
Ah, okay. So all we have left. So we got three left. I'm going to go unsung hero. Unsung hero. You go first with that one. I love it. I love it. And this is a guy that we talk about, but we don't talk about enough. We talk about how not talked about he is among people who talk about people. <laughs> people who talk about people. <laughs> you stupid. It is the model of consistency, the anchor of our defense. I know. I know who Devin it is. Yep. Goddamn yep. yep. Every year. year you son of a bitch. Out. He is yep. always our unsung hero. He does three picks this year, nothing crazy, but played every game, every snap, and continues to run this defense, calls out the coverage when it needs. He's a winner. He is a stereotypical, this is a guy on your team if you're winning games. Yep. Give me him. Yep. No, dude, Devin. <sighs> Shit, I didn't even think about Devin McCourty. Fuck. Really? That, he wasn't yours? That- that's how unsung he is. He is. I didn't even think about Beyond, him. I didn't even think about him. I don't think he's ever sung once. No one has no, ever sung about Devin McCourty. You know what's wild? He he started he started his career as a corner too, which is yeah. Which and is they were wild. like, you know, you they're like you're doing pretty good. You got five picks in the year before as a corner, but they're like, we're gonna need you to play safety. And he's like, all right. Well, that's because what's his name? I think that was the year that Akeem Talib came in. Yeah, and they had to like, kind of push him like, there. Yeah, yeah. They're like, we got Area Thirty One. We're gonna need you to play safety. He's like, God. I it. mean, yeah. I mean, shit. I, yeah, I, I can't blame. I can't blame him. Of course. Um, not. Shit, Devin McCourty, man. Shit. Okay. Uh, unsung hero. I'm. Uh, did you have one or two for him? I, for I had a backup. Hero? I have a backup too. Who is it? Who you got? Jacoby Myers. No one ah, talks about him. No yep. one gives a shit. No, no one, one talks ta- about Literally, him. nobody talks about him. No one. And it's we talked about this. Slot receivers don't get love unless you're Julian Edelman. And even then, at his height, he got marginal love among like the whole NFL sphere. But Jacoby Myers gets even less. Yep. Yeah. J- j- I mean, I don't I-, I think people people in New England know about like know how yeah. important he is, but outside, like you said, he no, like he just like he'll catch yeah. the ball. It's like, oh, this Myers guy again. Like, do you think he, Chargers fans ball? are talking about? Oh man, we need a guy like Jacoby Myers. Fuck no, no, no they're Hell not no. fucking saying. Hell that. no. Hell no, Jacoby. Shit, that's a good one for unsung hero. I didn't even think of that because I had him. Unsung shit. as fuck. That's good. That's good. Yeah, him too. Never sung a day in his life. No. Um, unsung hero. I so I I wanted to think of of an interesting one here. I was kind of like, you know, let's see who it is. It's, it's <laughs> it ended up being not that interesting, but um, I. Shaq Mason, Shaq Mason, offensive line. When the when wall. the offensive line was in shambles, who 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 played? Shaq Mason. Damn Have right. you? Let me ask you something, Liam. Have you heard many people say Shaq Mason's name this year? Not once. That's a goddamn good thing for an offensive. Yes, it line. is. That is a good thing. How many times have you heard Isaiah win, Trent Brown, even David Andrews sometimes? How many times have you heard Ted Karras, Mike Unwenu? How many times have you heard, um, what's his name, Justin Heron? How many times have you heard Shaq Mason's name? Zero. That is the, that is the, that is the call sign for, a, for an offensive lineman to know that you're doing a good job. No one brings up your name. Because Shaq Mason, he is there. He's solid. He moved around. He played a little right guard, a little left guard, kind of moved as he had to. Shaq Mason, still I also... no problems. No problems. I, I also had David Andrews on that list as well. Yeah. David they, Andrews, nobody talks about him. He actually came back No one year. gets little appreciation like offensive linemen do. People, nobody, especially a center. Yeah. 
no one gives a shit about the center. Like okay, David let's, Andrews let's, was was going to sign away this year. I think he was going to sign yeah, with what the the Dolphins, wasn't he? Was I think, the Dolphins? Or I well no, I think Ted Karras came from the Dolphins. I forget where he was going to sign, but he he was pretty much going to go away. I think it was the Dolphins. It may not have been. But then he kind of he pulled a Josh McDaniels. He kind of, you know, pulled back on that, yeah. came back. And he, now he's, he's about here. to put the pen to paper. He's like, "Wait, what am I doing?" Yeah, he's he was like, like, "Wait a minute. I can go be like, the starter." He just gets Cause... up. He's like, "I got to go." <laughs> Well, no, that's basically what happened because I remember that um, Andrews, it was reported he was going to sign elsewhere. So the Patriots signed Ted Karras to be his backup, who Ted Karras has played very well this year. They signed him to, I think, like a two-year deal or something like that. Then all of a sudden, the next day, it was like David Andrews is coming back. So it's like, holy shit. Like, yeah. uh, But yeah, Shaq Mason, David Andrews, those are my two. Um, I just love offensive linemen. That is unsung, quite unsung. That's what it comes down to. That's what it comes down to. All righty. Who, uh, what do you, um, you want me to pick next? Who picked last time? It? No, you did it last time, right? You picked on song. I did on, yeah, I did on song. Okay. Then you went. All right. You, you, we got two left, I think. Right? Yeah. So, so favorite, oh, they're good ones too. They're good ones. Yeah. We got it between biggest letdown and favorite play. Yep. Oh, sure. We got three because I have one more. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yeah, MVP. yeah. No, we do have three. We do have three. Yeah, you're right. Shit. I okay. didn't pick one for biggest letdown, but no, keep going, though. I will. Okay. So I, I'll, <laughs> I'll give you, I'll give you oh, no. something about Yeah, I that. did. Yeah, I did. I got letdown. Did? I got letdown. Okay. Yeah. Well, still, give me your favorite play from the season. Come on. Take a trip down memory lane with me. Okay. What, what play tickles your fancy? I have two. Two plays. As do I. Okay. So, shit. I hope we don't have. That would be so funny. Place. So, the first one. I hold near and dear to my heart. It involves a player who is no longer with us. Oh, never mind. Okay, thank God. Uh, it involves a player that we actually talk about at the very end of every episode. Um, you know, kind of, he's known as Sweet Feet around these parts. <sighs> let me let me set the scene for you. First game against Miami, yep. right? Third down, third and eleven, Ooh. not third and ten. No, 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 no. Third and eleven. I don't know what third what created super that. Long. Who knows? Maybe it was Mac Jones' little dipsy do through throw that he did behind his back, his first yeah. drop back of the well, year. You know, he's not our future quarterback, so that makes sense. According to our former guests. Um, so first game against Miami, third down 11, just under six minutes. I think it was like 550 left in the third quarter. Down seven. Mac Jones drops back to pass. Uh-oh. Rusher's coming in his face. What do I do? I don't know. Let me no, just drop. Let me drop a perfect raindrop in a bucket throw to James White. That play to me, so many things. One, I saw that play and I said, yeah, this is the guy. When people asked, hey, Mike, real quick, Mike, when did you know when Mac Jones was the guy? That was when I knew. You want to know why? How many times did we see Tom Brady do that? So many times. Yep. He would always drop the ball like that. I saw Mac Jones do that. I was like, oh, he's got the touch. He's got the awareness. And he the, knows the, to go to the best player on the field. Third and 11, a wheel route out of the backfield. Perfection. Perfection. And also involves James White, who, by the way, if he was playing this year, I got to think there's a win in there somewhere that James White would help him get. Oh, 100%. In fact, somewhere. we would be insufferable. A podcast wouldn't go by where we didn't. There's already not. We, 
We utter his name every podcast <laughs> at the end, but we do. Our goal, our goal is to get James White on this podcast. Oh, we and have mark That's it down right now. Us. Episode 25. Episode 25. Holy shit. Look at that. Half a, a quarter of a century, right? A century is 100 years, so we're 25. That's a quarter of that. Um, I think, yeah. Yeah, sounds good. Um, but yeah, sure. we will we will get James White on this podcast at some point. But yeah, that was my that's my number one favorite play again because it happened so early. It was one of those plays where you see it and you're like, holy shit! Because we didn't know Mac Jones at this point. It was the first game, third quarter, and it was just like, holy shit! He can he can drop it in the bucket when he has to, and he's done that since then. He's done that to Myers. He's done that to Bolden. He's done that to Stevenson. He's done that numerous times since then. So that is my first play. Before I give my second one, I want to ask you, what is your, what is your favorite play? So I had two as well. I'll give you. Okay, good, 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 good. I, I, I'm glad that you did. Cause now we'll do the little ping pong back and forth. Okay. okay. So I'll give you my lesser favorite of the two. Oh shit. I should have done that. Fuck. Okay. Jacoby Myers first touchdown. Baby. Oh, give me that. Ooh, I, I mean, almost put that one. Yep. I, I, it seemed pretty obvious to me, and the sweet irony was it didn't even come from the rookie Mac Jones. It came from Brian Hoyer late while out. But God damn it, that's still his first touchdown ever. ever. Give me that. Ever. Oh, that Crazy. was it was long damn. overdue, too. He made us wait for it. He was letting that beef soak, sizzle, and boil over time, slow cooking that broad, just waiting for us. And then it finally happened. The, the tea kettle was ringing, the pot overflowed, whatever expression you want to use, he got in that end zone. It was glorious. I, I cried a couple tears. It was, it was magical. That was that. Oh God. I, I honestly, I'm not going to say I forgot about that. Cause I didn't, but I didn't, no. yeah, I didn't have that. Wow. that I forgot about I see, that that's why I was afraid. I was afraid if we yeah. ever had one that was the same, it would be that one. Almost, almost, because I, I thought about it as I was like thinking about Jacoby Myers before, and I was like, "Oh, like he's just he's just so good." I don't know if Liam would have that, but holy shit, you did. Um, okay, yeah, that fuck, that's a good. I love that play, it, especially it happened like you said from Brian Hoyer. Like, yeah, so fuck? random. I love the sweet irony of that. Wild, uh, and I think on that same play because that was against the Browns, right? Yep. I think I saw all Browns fans bitching on Twitter about that because they were like, oh, it's kind of a bad look for all these Patriots players to be, you know, celebrating while the Browns player is down on the field. I don't give a shit about your player. <laughs> yeah. Are you kidding me? Like, if, I do not give a shit about your guy. Dude, not at all. If the creature from Alien bursted out of your player's stomach at midfield, I don't care. Jacoby not a care. Scored a touchdown. Not a care. Not concerned. Not a- I'm not batting an eye. I'm not looking at that guy. I don't care if it sprouts spider legs and walks his dead carcass off the field. I don't care. Jacoby Myers scored yep. a touchdown. I would probably still be still be uh, distracted I would by. I wouldn't notice touchdown. if it started eating fans and flipping cars. I I'd have wouldn't no even idea. know. Yeah, wouldn't even know. No, wouldn't even know. Um, but yeah, so that great pick, great pick. So my second favorite play of the year. Um, it was a wild game. Patriots Cowboys. Okay, good. Not mine. Oh, thank God. Okay, cool. I, I, see, I have a third. I, I have a third one too, but I hope you didn't take it. So th- there I were have just twenty-seven. You're like, oh. I, I really only have three. I really only have three, but I, I don't know if you'll pick. And then I, okay, I have like a favorite. <laughs> I, ha- I have a favorite play because it sucked. Um, but so the the Cowboys had just scored right, just over two minutes left. You're like, holy shit, the Cowboys it- just took a five point lead. All Is of this a sudden, from Matt a pick Jones. Six? 
Mac Jones drops back to pass, right? He's like, oh no, what am I going to do? I see my boy Kendrick Bourne down there. Throws it to Kendrick Bourne, 75-yard touchdown. House, house call. Insanity, insanity. They The, the Patriots took, I think, like a two or three point lead after that. But it was one of those plays, like that, the end of that game, was wild. chaos where it was in and you see because i think what was it uh Diggs was on him right covering yep. it, yeah he who, bit on yeah. the double route yeah like he, he bit on it born caught it i think like the safety of the corner came in to try to either break it up pick it off or something born just took it and ran 75 it. yeah see like, that was the first when i when you sent me this a couple days ago and i looked at this category that was the first play i thought of but i was like i can get better than that yeah yeah that's why it was my because they one. lost just because they yeah. lost yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, I don't want to talk about the game other than that. But yeah, Kendrick Ford, yeah, that was 75 yard touchdown. Me. That was just awesome. I know they lost in overtime there, but that was yeah. just an awesome play. It was Loved stellar. It. That, that's it. like the most dynamic play of the season, I would say. Most <laughs> dynamic is that one. Loved it. So, my favorite play. And everything comes full circle. Like the great philosopher that I have no idea his name is once said, everything comes full circle. <laughs> yeah, who did say that? I don't, I don't, I don't know. Probably Dr. Someone. Seuss. But, Someone uh, said it, probably. Some genius. Let me paint a word picture for you. Oh it's a God. dark and stormy Sunday night of week four. Tom so Brady and the Bucks come to Foxborough to play. What are we going to do to welcome our former ambassador to success? Our former Pasha, our shepherd who... Sh- guided us through the valley of darkness how, so <laughs> how will we warm him back to our lovely stadium that's no longer his home he got evicted and now he's coming back and we have to give him a warm welcome who does this but a third down sack by matthew judon throwing tom brady over his shoulder standing up and wiping blood off his mouth after he had just decapitated our former great. He set a tone in that game. And if we won, this probably would have been the greatest play I've ever seen, but he showed that you cannot come back in here and fuck around on your old team because this is not your old team anymore. This is not your team. This is a whole new era that you are not a part of. You senile old wrinkly spotted liver spotted fuck. Get him. Just put the hammer down on him. I loved that Matthew Judon was able to get a key sack on Tom Brady. It's a new school versus old school, new kingdom versus old kingdom clash right there. And the new kingdom won, baby. God damn it. Screw you, Tom Brady. I forgot about that play up until just now. Hold it. I remember it too. She was so good with the red sleeve. Yep. Yep. And I remember that sack too, because he gave him a little extra when he got him yeah. down there too. It was like he rolled over. Yep. And then like, yep. Because Tom Brady kind of ended up on top of Judon and then he just throws him back on the ground. Oh, I remember that though. Holy shit. That was, yeah. a, that was a good play. That was a good one. Yeah. I, I watched already... it naked a couple times before this podcast. No, I mean, I can't blame you. I can't blame you. Um, that was. Oh, shit. I forgot about that. That was an awesome play, man. Damn. That's a good one. That's a good one. Gross, so, yeah, guys. that's put a lot of that's a that's a that's a good one. My other one was just the Mac Jones bullet to Kendrick Bourne against the Browns for the touchdown. It yes. was like in between two Browns players. That's Very a good. stellar one, though. That was a seat. Love that one. Up yeah. high. Yeah. 
Love that, that one. Was yep, up high, Bourne pass. jumped up, caught it. I swear, you and me talked about that touchdown for like 10 minutes. We were like, yeah. this was fucking marvelous. Amazing. Amazing. Um, okay, yeah, I know that was good. Shit, man, I forgot about that. All right, so 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 far we got shit. Do we go we go good or do we go bad? Uh, let's end okay. on a high note, so go bad. Okay, cool. So we are going to do the I think we're going to do, I think we're going to do the biggest letdown. Liam, I'm going to let you go first. I do have my headphones on. I just have to get up from my computer real quick. Keep talking. I can hear you. I trust you though. I think, I think you can, I think you can talk for the 45 seconds. I'm going to be gone. Biggest letdown. Biggest letdown. I think we probably have the same guy here. If not, Uh, it's fairly close. All right, you go, man. Biggest letdown. All you. Like I said earlier, it's got to be Johnny Smith. We signed him for a big deal. I was expecting a huge, huge part in this offense for him. I was expecting another Hernandez, Gronk, two-headed monster, two-tight end offense that we are just going to run dynamic. I was thinking like seven touchdowns for Henry and like, you know, eight for Jonu Smith and stuff like that. Like I was expecting them both to get big touchdown numbers and be more productive than our wide receivers. That wasn't the case. It didn't materialize, not to any dismay from Johnny Smith, because it was, you know, just part of the game plan. It wasn't anything that he specifically did. He didn't have many drops. In fact, he made a lot of spectacular catches when given the opportunity, but just just wasn't there for him. The opportunity wasn't there. I'm still holding out hope that he's going to have a big game, not even hope. I truly believe he's going to have a big game in the playoffs. And next year, I think he'll also be far more – of a participant in the offense, but Johnny Smith is just like, man, like I still get hung up on it. Like the potential is there. He really could have been that like one B one a tight end for us and underutilized is the only word I would use to describe that. Josh McDaniels doesn't know what, what he's got. He, I mean, this is a guy who's juggling two beautiful girls right now and he can't decide on which one he wants to use. And eventually He just kind of sold out and picked one and uh, disregarded the other, I guess would be the word I would use to describe it. Just kind of shunned her to the side. He's like, hey, I'm fully committed to this girl. I'm sorry, I can't see you anymore. Now, Johnny Smith is the odd man out. (laughs) That's the perfect metaphor. That's the perfect metaphor, man. The metaphor of the chicks. Clearly, I'm a little struck. So Johnny Smith was actually my my number two. So I, I had him and then I was like, you know what? I don't want to pick because I think Liam, I know you, I think I know you so well. I was like, I think Liam is going to pick him. So I'm going to pick someone else, but no, John U. Smith though. I'm still with you. I think he's good. He's going to have a big game at some point. It has to be, has to be right. So I think, I think it's going to be this time, hopefully um, this game against the bills, but yeah, John U. Smith, he just, I don't know. You got to use him more, but um, my, my biggest, uh, my biggest letdown, I'm going to go Josh Uche. Wow. Yeah. Like kind of along the same lines of Winovich where Uche last year, um, I know he didn't play the whole year, but when he came in, we were all pumped. Yeah. We were all like, he, he's going to be the next, he, he might be the next high tower moving forward. You know, yeah. like he might be the next, you know, center of the defense, all this stuff. I didn't really do much. 12 tackles, three sacks. I didn't even know he had three sacks. Yeah, I don't no, know where those sacks Because I was going to say, he definitely participated. I saw him make like some plays. Most of them were sacks. He like, did. And I think I think what it comes from, from, from me is that I think 
personally, and it seemed like kind of around New England, I just expected so much more. Kind of the John U. Smith thing. Last right? year think, he was far more effective. Exactly. I expected so I expected him and Winovich to show up and show out this year. And neither one of them did. And I don't I don't think Uche's in the doghouse like Winovich. I think Uche's gonna be here for a while. I'm sure he'll be fine. But it just I don't know. I just materialized. Yeah, I I just expected expected a little bit more out of him, to be honest. Um, but yeah, that's yeah. my that's my biggest. Do you think any of that's because of they signed Jamie Collins though? Like when you get a veteran that goes on the market mid season, yeah. yeah. Like I would I would be willing yeah. to bet that most of Uche's sacks and tackles were early in the season, and then we get Jamie Collins back and definitely yeah. were. Yep. Yeah. Bill and Steve yep. are looking at Uche and they're like, all right, you're great, yep. but we won two Super Bowls with this other guy. I'm sorry. He's a veteran. Yeah. We kind of got to go with him. You'll get your shot in like a year or two, but like, hold on here. Yeah, no, it, it's still his second year too. So it, it's, or is exactly. it second so or he's got time. Yeah. It's second. So, it's yeah. It's just like, you know, I think Jamie Collins being here definitely kind of clogs it up a little bit. Um, it's definitely, it's definitely a full room in the linebacker, you know, department there. But yeah, Uche is going to be going to be my letdown. I will actually say, and this is kind of, this is kind of a personal letdown. I brought his name up a ton. So Ronnie Perkins has has. <laughs> I want this man to play because I think he is going to be what Christian Barmore is to the defensive line. Ronnie Perkins is going to be to the linebacking core what Barmore is to the D. When he eventually gets in. when he eventually plays, the man has been on IR. He's been injured. He comes off. They put him back on. He goes on the COVID list. He I comes was going to say that he gets COVID. I, like, no. <laughs> I just want and, and then they activated him like last week, I think. But it was, yeah. just, I think it was just more of like a, more of like a roster thing that they were doing. They're like, dude, you haven't played. I hope <laughs> you don't think you're playing the last game of the season. Ronnie like, no. Perkins is my letdown and it has nothing to do with him. It's yeah. because I want to see you Dude, play. It's the, ulti- it's the like, ultimate tease. It's like, he's a tease. That's what he is. I, I promise you, I, I think my my one of my big predictions, which I'm sure we'll do at the end of the season, hopefully that doesn't happen for the next couple for the next couple of weeks. Ronnie Perkins next year is going to be a breakout star for this team. I hope so. I just wish he I wish he played this year. But yeah, Ronnie Perkins is my other one. Yeah. He, he treated us like a stripper in a strip joint wearing a winter jacket. You're like, what are you going to do for me right now? Like, <laughs> what a fuck. Yeah, yeah, no, that that's what I think of when I think of Ronnie Perkins. <laughs> um, I think you of, nailed it. I'm like, God, yeah, you you jacket stripper. Um, but yeah, that that yeah that yeah that's my letdown. Do you, do you have any letdowns before we end with a? Or at least I, I, before we I end only the awards? had Johnny Smith. That was my only okay. letdown. Okay, so what we're gonna do Jaylen now? Mills, but that's fine. What we're gonna do? Injury. <laughs> He's nursing his right, injury. Right. What's wrong with me? Why you am I inconsiderate, so- Dick? Like, um no no <laughs> fault of his own. All right. MVP. Big one. I'm going to I'm going to throw it to you. I'm going to throw it to you. No. Who you got for the MVP? This is a, this is a big one. I know it is. I know. And the offense is the focus of most teams nowadays. My MVP mm-hmm. had to be an offensive guy. Okay. Okay. And the offense started and stopped with this guy. He did not play every game, 
but he still contributed 15 touchdowns. It's Damian Harris. I mean, he was the staple of this team. Oh, let's he, go. He upped his value so much. He was everything for this team. Mac was so good because he had a guy that ran for 15 touchdowns. The defense is like, you know, week seven, they're like, all right, well, he, this guy already has eight touchdowns. So they're like, we have to stop the run. And then Mac throws it all over the yard. Damian Harris still gets a rushing touchdown. They're like, all right, we, we fucked the whole thing up. We couldn't stop anyone. And it's just, <laughs> just continuously like week after week, he misses a couple games. What did he miss two? I think it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, games. yeah, two. Yeah, yeah. So, two, yeah. and then he comes back, doesn't miss a beat, has a two touchdown game in his first game back. I'm like, oh my God, he's doesn't impress you at all. Like, he's not a Curtis Martin where he's mm-hmm. swole, where he's a beast. He's not an Adrian Peterson where he's going to stiff arm you into a different nationality. He is just somebody who's going to make a cut, soar through a hole, and, you know, pound ahead, fight for an extra couple yards. He's a, he's an end zone magnet. Only mm-hmm. two fumbles, two when he two under total carries, fumbles the ball twice, still had through an 18 receptions, which isn't anything stellar, but friggin' shows he can catch the ball. He was out there, he got a couple of screens. Second in the league for TDs. Can't argue I, with that. Yeah, defensive. Uh, I mean, my defensive MVP, my MVP starts and stops there. Okay. I, so I like that one. That is, um, I mean, I don't like that. I, I don't can't say anything bad about that. Yeah. I mean, Damian Harris, I, I love him. I mean, I, I've told you in the conversations we have where it's like, you know, Stevenson or Harris, I just, I don't know. Just Harris, when he's back there, I just feel more, I don't know. Confident. Just like, just yeah. Confident, more solid. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, my MVP. So I went back and forth on a lot of people. here. Oh yeah. A lot of people. This wasn't. Easy. Um, so I, and I'll, I'll kind of, I'll, I'll throw them out afterwards who I thought, but my MVP, kind of, it's as with the rest of my list, kind of comes from left field. He he has made he has made the he's made Mac Jones' life a little bit easier. He's made the Patriots' life a little bit easier. He's made Belichick's coaching decisions a little bit easier. You know, um, you know, is it it's fourth and short? Do we go for it? Do we kick a field goal? What do we do? This player is tied for first in points for the year. He's second in field goals made. Ladies and gentlemen, my MVP for the year. I was wondering, I was like, who are you talking about? Is Nick fucking Folk. Reason being, one, reliable as shit. Reliable as shit. Do you have his numbers? Secondly, yeah. So I got, he's got, so obviously first in points um, tied for second. I don't think he's, or he hasn't missed a field goal under 50 yards all year. Um, I think he's only missed like three field goals, if I remember correctly. Um, But with, with Nick folk, the reason I picked him, not even just stats, we know that he's solid kicking. He's made Belichick's life a little bit easier in bringing up Matt Jones. Because yeah. instead of being like, oh shit, like we got to go for it. You know, we're on the 42 yard or, you know, we're on like the 39 yard line. Do we go for it? Do we not? What do we do? No, we're going to kick it because we got Nick Folk back there. Who's going to kick a field goal. Who's going to kick ass. Uh, do, do he, you- he went 36 of 39 and his longest was 53 yards. 
Yeah, I mean, it, honestly, thirty-six to thirty-nine. I I have no issues with that. Can't no issue with that because because I think he missed what he missed a fifty-eight yarder probably. I think against, against the, the Bucks, Bucks. against yeah, the Bucks, he missed that one. Missed. Um, but yeah, Nick Folk though he's especially in a year where how many times do you see uh, kickers missing easy kicks or missing extra points? That's a big oh, one. Extra points is crazy. Yeah, folk. I mean, I know folks miss like a hand, like less than a what handful. Drop trial. Keep talking. Yeah, he's he's. he's He's missed a few, but I mean, my thing, Nick, especially the fact that Nick Folk came from the Jets. Okay. And obviously we don't like the Jets, but so Nick Folk came over. He he had to replace Gostowski. We don't know how he's going to be. I don't know. Nick Folk, though, he comes out and he just, he, he makes it. So he almost makes, so Mac Jones just has to get to a certain point, you know, at the end of the field and then Nick Folk can take over. Um, you know, how many games, like I said, I think Nick Folk more is the MVP for this team more because of how shitty the rest of the kickers are in this league. I mean, you got kickers who are missing 20 yard field goals, 25 yard field goals. Nick Folk goes out there. I'm not worried that he's going to miss that. He's going to miss this kick anymore. I'm not worried at all. I think Nick Folk goes out there. He kicks it. He gets his thing. He gets his three points. Three points are better than nothing. How many times with this Patriots team do we see some drive stop, stall, anything like that? You know, you got Patriots drives that stall. It's like, holy shit, what do we do? You know, we can't get the touchdown. Nah, try Nick Folk out there. We're good. When drive oh, stall, here. when drive stall, Folk comes out. So, yeah, Folk is my MVP. Um, honestly, who I had for the MVP was going to be, uh, going to be kind of boring. Bill Belichick. He was going to be one of my MVPs. See, I thought I mean, about that too. I mean, I, that's a layup. Yeah. Yeah. I thought about it, but no, I think so. Yeah. That's, that is, that's my MVP. Nick folk. I dig it. That's love see, it. That's an off the wall one too. I, I, out of all the people I thought of Nick folk, wasn't one of them. In fact, I forgot that we even had a kicker. Who else, who else do you think of? I thought of Judon. Yep. I yep. thought of I thought of Judon. Hold on, I have because I, I have like rough notes. I don't I know where Judon. Hightower should have been, but Bill. I feel like Hightower should have been somewhere else. Yeah, he was definitely a consideration for me. So I had Belichick, Judon, and Jacoby Myers just written down for some fucking reason. Well, I mean that his worst picks than Jacoby Myers. There are, there definitely are. I don't, I mean, I don't think that belongs on there. But yeah, so those are the names I had, and then of yeah. course. Yeah, um, no. So David that was Harris. our, uh, yeah, so, solid things. I oh, and Trent I like Brown. This. I had Trent Brown too because when he came back, we took off. He when he came back, and I and I think we were saying it for the last couple of weeks before he came back. Right? Like, it was just like, wait, yeah, the offensive just line wait sucks. Wait till he comes back. Just wait till he comes back. We're gonna be fine. And he comes yeah, back, so and look what, yeah, look what happens. Look what happens. Can you imagine running or trying to defend a team when you have? Trent Brown, Shaq Mason, you got Jakob Johnson back there, and you got Damian Harris or Stevenson running out. You run to the outside and they pull your big ass Trent Brown. He's coming around the line looking to block somebody, dude. Oh my God. He's a beast. When you see him running, when you see him in front, I think I brought, was it last week or the week before, where it was one of the corners were coming at him and like they just fell. They just fell. Dude, my legs would turn into like the at like the cartoon character legs where they're just spinning <laughs> in place, and I'm gone. like, ah, ding. yep, yep, gone, 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 gone. Um, so yeah, that was uh, that was good. I like that. I like that little that was, words. I think, uh, awesome. I think, I think at the 
once the Patriots season ends, I think we'll do a final, another final thing, just kind of uh, not n- nothing like this, but we'll, we'll think of something to do. Uh, we are, we are both creative fellows. So I think we'll think of it we can do um, awards. before this is the longest podcast we've ever had. I think before, before we dip out Bill's game Saturday yes. night, yeah. eight fifteen, I think, or eight 30, I think it's eight fifteen. round three. One thing I will say, Fuck the Bills fans. I'm not going to be civil with you, sons of yeah. bitches. I don't oh, understand. No, I don't understand. Yeah, we no. are right. Yeah, I know. But it was, it would have been too much. We are, we are, listen, first it of all, it would have. Bills fans, congrats. Okay. I saw a bunch of Bills fans like found my tweets when I was like, oh, you know, when the Patriots took over a- the AFC East. Yeah. They found my tweets and they were like, oh, now what? Now what? I was like, I, I took it. I took it on yeah. the face. Like, I, I, I can't do I took it on the chin. There was nothing I could have done. But let me tell you something. The playoffs are a different animal. When you when you play the Patriots in the playoffs, it is different. Last time the Patriots played you in the playoffs, we won. Patriots, yep. by the way, were not called the Patriots back then because it was so goddamn long ago. But I, I cannot wait for this game. Bills fans, I will not give you any sort of civil, cordial, anything like that. We are rivals. I, yes, we are. Like I said earlier in this podcast, I'm a Patriots fan. Anybody else, I hate you. Yeah, I'm not a hater. I'm just a Patriots fan. It's as simple as that. Um, Bills, you guys, cute little team, nice little team. You know, yeah, you know, adorable. It's, you know, you got you got Stephon Diggs, very they nice try player. Really, really hard. They try. They hard. try hard, and guess what? The, they got results. I think because yeah. I don't know if it's I mean, you know I Jets think yeah you know you twice. beat the Jets you know the which Dolphins. was. Which was cool. Yeah, that was yeah. cool. I mean, you did beat the Patriots once. You beat the Patriots yep. once. Uh, Patriots You're beat done. you once as well. Yes. Um, you know, so it was, it was, it was a, it was a cute little game. You know, Josh Allen, nice little guy. You know, complains a lot to the refs. I don't know if you guys yes. know that, but he's yeah, probably the t- biggest. It tends biggest to work bitch. though because they they protect him a fair amount, especially because yeah. he gives himself up a lot, running out of bounds and stuff like that. And yep. the refs are always still looking out for him, so you got to respect their candor mm. there. Good for him. Good for him. Yep. Um, so luxury. Bill's game, it's going to be like 18 degrees, I think. Probably going to be snowing. <sighs> I don't think I've been more excited for a playoff game in ever. At least I don't I I can't think of one because I think the difference between this and other games, we've had Brady before. So it's kind of like, ah, this should be easy. This yeah. there's still that seed of doubt where I'm like, Ooh, this is going to be a, this is going to be a good game. But then I'm also like, you know what? I'm, I'm ready to, to take it, you know, to, to take my lumps if we happen to lose, but also I am ready to be the most insufferable boy on the playground. If the Patriots win. No doubt about it. And we, we wanted to address, because we see some people just kind of being all cutesy with, bills mafia and whatnot and i used i I hopped on our twitter and used the example i mean king leonidas the king of the spartans he wasn't fraternizing and you know talking good things about the persians before he went to go kill xerxes throwing a spear through xerxes face no he was not speaking good about the persians in fact he fucking hated the persians hated them I don't think Rambo was fraternizing with the people that he was going to kill before he stabbed them in the face with his Bowie knife. No, that's not how combat works. 
football is combat. This is as close to legal combat as you get nowadays. They are modern-day gladiators, and the battles are Mondays, Thursdays, Sundays. <laughs> I had to think about that. Sometimes Saturdays. Sometimes it's been a Tuesday Saturdays. game. <laughs> it was a Tuesday game. Uh, I guess they got to have one on a Wednesday now, so Wednesday doesn't feel left out. But this is not? the expected of fan bases. We're not going to be friends. We're not. No. We're not like, oh, the Raiders made a play, made the playoffs. Good for you guys. It's like, oh. well, if you run into the us, we're going to skull. No, I hate you. I hate you. If you yeah. are not a Patriots fan, I hate you. Bills Mafia, yeah. I hate you. If I have yeah. to sacrifice one of you for the Patriots to win. Don't so think I it. won't do it. Yeah, <laughs> like, so be it. It's like that's just necessary, but it's all in the name of combat, and that's just how it works. No hard feelings. It's nothing personal. Nope. I don't hate you as a person. I'm sure you're a great guy. I'm sure you go home to your family and like, gee whiz, honey, I had such a good day at work today. I don't care because you support and give your money and your time to something that I despise. It's like I don't like Scientologists because they believe in hocus pocus. Aliens are going to come back and save us all. No. That's not how this works. Okay, I don't. I don't like what you believe in. So we're enemies. Bang. So, so <laughs> I didn't think we'd ever get. <clears throat> I didn't think we'd ever get a Scientology reference on here. But um, dude, I am. In. I'm right there with you. Listen, you, 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 Bills fans, go into the zoo with your lions. Yeah. I, I don't. Th- Again, no one Big will know. Feline cat. Huggers. No one will know that joke until it's time. But no, I don't. Until it's time. You, you Bills fans. I will. It will be a glorious burn down. I like Django I, walking away from the mansion as it goes up in flames. Yep. Yeah. That, that literally that will be that will have to be an in person one too. I. I don't understand, and Liam, I feel like well, we are on the same wavelength here. I don't understand the civil, cordial fan base. Yeah. That has that's not fun as yep. a fan because as a fan, it's like the kind of like you. Okay, so you comparing you comparing this game on Saturday to Leonidas going against Xerxes, all that stuff, right? You know what? To me, that makes sense. You know why? Because I am strapping up. Yeah, I'm getting ready to go to war. Yep. If I have to, if I have to take some people out, so be it. If because I have, your day I am, revolves around it. You are you are goddamn right. Right now, I am Arnold Schwarzenegger putting yeah. the black putting the black war paint on because Predator is running around in the yeah. woods right now. And, and that all is those me. Bills Mafia people are in the woods, like yeah, doing their little with their fucking with yeah, the teeth with the things. In, it just zooms in. It's like Mike Sullivan, height five nine, age. 400 years old occupation whatever you do <laughs> what, what, what yeah so that yeah but so yes so i <laughs> i don't understand do. it as as patriots it, it doesn't to be a fan the whole fun of it and this is kind of more of like a like a macro meta thing the whole fun of being a fan is being ridiculous like this living living by every play where it's like no like i i hate you if you are my tom brady you are no longer on the patriots i hate you i know everybody thinks that patriots fans should bow down kiss the rings love tom brady Brady. not me not me not me i hope you lose you chose another team over my team you dumb pretty boy 
bitch. Yeah, Why don't you go no. hang out with Alex Guerrero and scam cancer patients? Oh, I don't oh, like you. I don't yeah. like Gronk. I'm a patri- I'm a Patriots fan yeah. at the end of the day. Exactly. So Bills Mafia, love you when we're not playing you. Last year when you guys were in the playoffs, I was rooting for you. I was. I wasn't. I was. See, I, you, you want to know why I was? I fell under the trap. I was like, Bills Mafia, it's a cute little story. Guess what, bitches? The story ends this Saturday. The Patriots are winning. It's going to be a snow game. The Patriots will beat the shit out of you. They're going to run for, I'm going to say they'll run for a buck 50. Matt Jones will throw for eh, 210 yards, maybe. Um, yeah. Yeah, not not too much. Nothing crazy. Uh, yeah. I think maybe one of them will be like a busted coverage type of a thing because, you know, snow, bad weather. Yeah. Um, Patriots are winning this game. Patriots let's are just, winning this let's game. Let's just call it what it is. Patriots call a spade a spade. We are winning this game. It's so difficult to beat a team multiple times in a season. It is. And we split perfectly down the middle. So now there's a third rematch, and it just comes down to – who do you trust more, McDermott and the Orchard Ooh. Park Bills, or do Ooh. you trust old Billy B, the Sith Lord, coming out the tunnel? Da, 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 the Sith his, Lord. With his army of psychopathic dog killers like Matthew Judon. The answer is pretty clear here. I mean, one quarterback is soft. The other one is a future all-time great and will probably steal Josh Allen's wife and house and cars. Yeah, but, I mean, that's, you know, not if you're Matty B or Diego. You know, no, of course. Well, he's not the franchise quarterback. So. That, no, no, no. Don't trust him. Don't trust him. Can't can't win with him. Can't win no. with him. Can't w- win with him. Can't win without him. Can't win with him. Can't win without him. Um, I'm going to go. I'm going to go 17-16 Patriots. Ooh, you dick. That's... It's gonna be close. Okay, it's gonna be All close. Right. Yep. Seventeen was the first close. number that popped into my head. Yep. Yeah. Right. It it just seems right. If it's snowing, if it's not snowing, I'm going twenty to seventeen. Still seventeen. I love the seventeen number. Uh, I'm Patriots. going twenty four fourteen Patriots. Oh, twenty four fourteen, baby. I don't think no. it's that close. But if you give Bill this much sample size on a team, he's gonna eat that up. He knows. He's seen Has you. To. You Pass. cannot beat Bill in the regular season and expect him not to come back with fury. You can beat Bill in the last game of the season and then beat him in the Super Bowl because we've seen that once. But you can't, <laughs> you can't give him this much material nope. on your team. When Bill's – I mean, he's probably told Josh McDaniels, he's like, just give him half the playbook. Just give him half the playbook. Don't give him anything. I'm sure we'll see him in the playoffs. Just, mm-hmm. just have, just have, just run it on third and eight. Run it, just run, run and draw. Run and just draw. run it on third and eight. <laughs> run and draw. I have no run idea. That that is that. So I think because the Bills game was the one afterwards where we said that they were the like the jet sweeps. Those were all out, right? Like they yeah. weren't doing that shit. Yeah, they, they weren't doing the things. Yeah, they weren't doing the thing. So I think so now it's trick play city. You want to know what I think is going to happen? I think, and this is a bold prediction. My favorite play is finally going to work. I think that the flea flicker is going to is going to show up for the Patriots. It is finally going to work. It has not worked yeah. this season, and it's no, it pissed hasn't. me off. No, because it's my it's favorite play. Really bad. Very bad. It is it just everything about it. Because like when the running back gets it, you see him do his little oh 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 oh. He runs to the line, and then I'm like oh. I stand up, stand up. I'm like, oh my god, it's happening! It's happening! 
<laughs> happening. I drop, I drop my buffalo chicken dip. I'm like, here it is. This is it. Just and then he drops back, and you see it. And you see, <laughs> and you see it because the quarterback always drops back, and he does like the oh, oh, and 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 you can tell if it's going to be a good play because the second he gets it, he drops back like two steps, throws it. You know it's going to be good. If he holds it, we're fucked. I fucked. think this is the game. You know what? I'm going to double down. It's going to be a flea flicker to Jonu Smith. Uh, Imagine if that shit happens. Hey, it happened I don't, in week two against the Jets. I think it. I think. I think it happens. I think the flea flicker works. I think the trick plays come out a little bit here. Um, you know what the Patriots haven't done this year? They haven't done the eligible offensive lineman catching the ball. Yes, which is big time. So I think. Yeah. I think that'll be that. That might be something they pull out, See, especially if they're down like ten points or something. I'm leaning towards a Jacoby Myers touchdown pass. That's what I'm leaning towards. Ooh. They're gonna use. They use it every playoff. They're like. Which one of you guys can throw? And it's always like the slot wide receiver. I can. All right. Call it upon you. You know what I want to see? I want to see a Jacoby Myers touchdown pass to Mac Jones. I was going to say that. A la the, you know, and, and I, I hate to call it this be. because because it's not this, but the Philly special. It's not the Philly special. It's 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 a simple <sighs> reverse throw. That's but what I'm talking about. I think about. it's, it's going to be something. It's, it's going to be something like complex. that. It's deep. It's dense. You suck. I think it's going to be something like that. I I just I just want to win. I don't care. At yeah. the end of the day, I don't care what the score is. I don't care. I don't want the season to end. How how quick is this season gone by? Crazy. So I quick, was talking right? about that the other day. I was like, yeah. Between like fantasy and like watching the games and talking about it on here, it's like, I maybe it's just because I've been doing so much involving the season, but I feel like we got a longer season than ever before and it still seems shorter than ever. And it feels quicker. Yeah. That's, I was thinking about Crazy. that today when I was, when I was, you know, kind of getting ready with the awards. And yeah. shit. I was There's like, like five how? weeks of football left. How is that possible? Yeah. How, da, how did this happen? I don't understand, but I don't know. All I'm saying though, I do. I'm confident in this game because I, I it's, yeah. it's tough. It's tough to beat the Patriots twice. I know the dolphins did it piss off. But like it's just it's tough to beat teams twice, and it's tough to beat Bill Belichick twice in the year, in a year. So, I think Patriots edge this one out. And honestly, I think I even texted you, or maybe I tweeted it. I don't remember. If the Patriots win, I think it's Super Bowl because I don't think oh, yeah. any other team scares me. Whether it's the Titans, yeah, the Chiefs have Mahomes, and he he's still very good. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, I'm not. Course. I'm not as nervous about them the the titans i'm not nervous steelers are a joke Bengals, i don't yeah what the what one of our guests said that the Bengals would beat the patriots wrong yeah, that was just wild. wrong no. i know i know that your bill opinion can't be wrong bill against young quarterbacks like no done jamar yeah. chase yeah okay yeah one guy yeah and, and i yeah. think you even said that their defense sucks they, so yeah no, they're, they just they're put not Jason get it. jackson on jamar chase dude's non-existent erase him from the game Done. And then, uh, then who who else? The Raiders are in there. Raiders are going to be out. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not worried. So if if the Patriots beat the Bills, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to the Super Bowl. We're it's going that to the Super Bowl. It's that simple. Nah, I believe. I truly believe. Yeah, that's it. So I think um I think we've gone on long enough. I think this is about a three hour podcast right now as we stand. Um, I love it. But oh yeah, Liam, like do you have? Do you have anything else to say before we finally dip out? So Bill's Mafia is ready for me come Saturday night and Sunday morning. Bill's Mafia is not ready. They're too busy at the zoo. They're not going to be around. 
so um for so for for Liam McDade for Diego and Maddie B known confirmed Mac Jones haters I am Mike Sullivan this is Tuck Rule Takes bang bang skeet skeet TRT in your teeth this is us goodbye go Patriots fuck the Bills and the Lions and the Lions sweet fate